Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. So there was a UFO to hear, uh, UFO hearing today, and I got to tell you, it was one of the most boring things I ever had to listen to, and I had it playing in the background, and eventually I just turned it off. But there were some things that I found interesting. The first thing I'll say is, I don't believe any of it. I think I don't trust these individuals that are testifying. I think uh, they're misleading people and uh, factu uh, factual but not truthful in how they describe things. Let me just say... Hunter Biden was uh, facing a plea agreement. It fell apart. The judge threw it out. There seems to be some very serious backroom dealing going on that they could not say on paper or in court. And the judge kind of figured it out and everything's falling apart. And then surprise, surprise, a UFO hearing happens where some guy says that non-human biologics have been recovered from off Earth technology. I'm not going to bury the lead. A, a weather balloon with a cat in it is off-Earth technology piloted by a non-human entity. Okay, so unless they explicitly say it, but anyway, I digress. Based on the context of the conversation when asked about non-human pilots, and he said, <laughs> yes, yep, and then said off-Earth technology, he, there's no way he doesn't know he is confirming the existence of aliens. Okay, and he may be trying to manipulate the public, I don't know, but we will talk about it. I think it's silly, but trust us, the conversation will will be dabbling in the political because we'll be talking about how they want to distract us from what's really going on. And that's the Hunter Biden story. We also have big news. Mitch McConnell appeared to have either a stroke or seizure on live television at a press conference. He froze and nobody could make heads or tails of it. I think it may have been what's called like an absent or absent seizure. Some people say it may be a, um, a TIA. I forgot what it stands for. Uh, a, a mini stroke, they call it. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that one for sure. And there's a couple other stories. Kevin Spacey was found not guilty. Some people have said this proves it's me too garbage. Others say, nah, it's just he's, he's getting away with it. But uh, before we get started, my friends, head over to castbrew.com. Big announcement. Yo, we got new flavors. You can join the Cast Brew Coffee Club. You can get ground or, uh, or whole bean. And you'll get three bags per month if you join the coffee club. Or take a look at this. We got Mr. Bocas Pumpkin Spice Experience, Appalachian Nights, the new blends, Sleepy Joe Decaf, now available. <laughs> and we have Stand Your Grounds, a medium roast, Unwoke Decaf. That's right. We're all very clever. Shout out to the TimCast members who are helping us come up with names for some of our blends. They're all available now. And if you want to support the show, you can buy coffee at castbrew.com because that's our company. We sponsor ourselves. Also, head over to TimCast.com. Click Join Us. Become a member. And you can actually call into the members-only Uncensored show Monday through Thursday around 10 p.m. We take calls around 10.30 p.m. We do four or five every night. If you've been a member for at least six months or you sign up at the $25 per month level, you can submit questions and potentially call into the show. That we, we will have one of those up tonight around 10 p.m. It's a lot of fun. So smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends. Joining us tonight to talk about all of this and more is Lila Rose. Hi, Tim. Who are you? I am Lila Rose. I'm the founder of Live Action, and I don't know if aliens exist or not. That is an interesting topic, so I don't have a ton of opinions, except it would be fun to meet an alien. Yeah, maybe, and <laughs> unless they like are trying to experiment on people or something, you know. That would be a problem. We don't, we, we're not particularly nice to non-human entities. 
when I, like in reference to cows and, and stuff like that. We're not nice to human entities. And that's, so live action's focus is protecting humans. And what never makes the headline is that 2,500 humans, children in the womb are killed every single day legally in the United States. Good point. <laughs> humans so. aren't good to other humans. What would aliens do? So, uh, well, thanks for joining us. It should be fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we got Phil Labonte. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Phil Labonte, lead singer of the band All That Remains, anti-communist, counter-revolutionary. <laughs> I think that aliens are going to mimic us. So if we get our stuff together, maybe we'll have a better chance. There, there's a theory that we're in a black hole. So everything that's going in is actually coming into our universe from without. I don't know if it's real or not, Phil. Uh, I'm Ian Crossland. And I, uh, Tim, you mentioned earlier that, uh, what's his name, made us suffer a TIA, yep. tra transient ischemic attack. Yeah. Uh, commonly known as a mini stroke. But anyway, we'll get into it on the show. Good to yeah. see you. Serge is back. Yes, I have survived my trip to Utah. Finally have a license. It's great. Uh, I'm Serge.com. Let's do it. Here we go. We have this tweet from <laughs> Drama Alert. Former U.S. intelligence agent David Grush confirms under oath that aliens exist. Okay. Technically, he did. In the context of the question asked and how he answered, he did. But I'm willing to bet He's, that a game is being played to distract us from the Hunter Biden news about tax avoidance, uh, tax evasion, and other illicit business deals, failure to register as a foreign agent. All of a sudden, we get this story, which seems to be nonsense. But in the rare, uh, uh, look, it's going to be really funny in 50 years when they're like, humans made uh, contact with aliens, you know, in the 30s or whatever. And it was revealed to the public in 2023, but no one cared. <laughs> so, okay, we'll, we'll talk about this because it may be big news, but let me play this video for you. We have uh, Rep. Nancy Mace talking, uh, asking this question, and it is, a, it is a good question. Where's our audio? Is our audio good? Let me get the audio up, and then here we go. If you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. If you believe... Okay, I'm just, I'm, I'll say it again. I said it in the intro to the show, piloted, first of all, she said pilots, and it seems like he kind of weaseled past it. Yes, we, 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 she says, did you find pilots? And he goes, we've recovered biologics. Yeah. Does that mean we recovered the pilots? Or does it mean like there was a leaf in the vessel? He did not say, it, it, look, I'm sorry, man. If you're trying to confirm the existence of aliens, you need to look Nancy Mace in the eyes and say, ma'am, the vehicles or craft, whatever they may be, appear to have originated not on this earth. <laughs> Technology we don't understand, and whatever creature or entity was inside of it is unrecognizable to us. Then I'd be like, whoa! <laughs> I, Even I, then, I'd be like, what was it, burned? Okay, non-human entity? Someone okay. posted a picture of an ant riding a leaf. <laughs> so remember Barack Obama when he said he didn't know when life began, that that was above his pay grade? <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know when human, we don't even know when human beings are. Yeah. So yeah. what would go. be a non-human biologic if it beats us, right? So you're saying they may have found a fetus in the, in the spaceship <laughs> and they're like, well, it's not a human. That, that, <laughs> that, that, that is a theory, Tim. <laughs> that is a theory. I'm so jaded on all of the the recent alien stuff. I'm just not, it's not fun anymore. The guy, like, I don't think the, they're, I don't buy anything the government says anyways. Why am I going to believe this? We've had in, intense uh, advancements in 
microelectronics and in metamaterials that are lighter than a lot of them are lighter than air. Some of them are. We also have talking plasma, like laser technology that can triangulate into points in the atmosphere and create a plasma ball that you can move around rapidly on a radar, make it look like it's some crazy craft. It's just it's too much obvious advancements to start pretending now, a hundred years later, that we're finally in touch with aliens. They tried to pull this over on people in the 40, 1940s with Roswell. They said it was a hot air balloon. They said it was a balloon. Then all of a sudden they're like, oh, no, it wasn't a balloon. It was a, I think it was an alien craft, everybody. What was the, what was the dog's name? Laika? The Russian dog the Russian that went dog, to space? Yeah. <laughs> a non-human pilot of, a, of an off-earth vehicle. Pilot is a, that's very generous. Dog was a pilot. <laughs> very, very, the dog hit buttons. You're, that's very it could generous. also be, they store data in DNA. Um, so it could have been like a computer, an onboard computer piloting it that had its data stored in DNA, which is a biologic. It's an organic uh, carbon based. Look, off earth technology could literally mean a balloon. It's well, it's off the earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something it's it, it's to- manipulative, manipulative language. And the dude didn't bring any real evidence. And he and he danced around the issues. But I will add he he uh, not just him, but in the hearing, they did imply that people have been murdered to cover up ufo information in the government and that he implied aliens are trying to harm human beings i i don't buy it (laughs) if if they're if you can so i'm not even sold on the con on the possibility of an alien craft getting from another star system to our (laughs) solar system like i'm i'm not even sold on that but meaning you're saying they're real they just can't travel this far yeah i'm not sold that that, that (laughs) you can travel those distances but that being said even if that's the case right say we'll give that like if they have the technology to do that to to make that journey there is no way human beings could do anything at all to stop them if they desired whatever they want to do we 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 could not do anything at all they would be so advanced so far beyond our ability not that's no, not necessarily true it's it's it, assumptive you know there could be um an alien species that focused all the technological technological development into einstein rosen bridges and their communications can be lacking you know, their manufacturing could be more lacking, but, you know, it may be surprising to another uh, species that we've so heavily developed communication technologies. The, the, uh, the assumption that aliens will be like people, like uh, bipeds with hands, too. The is second all- law of thermodynamics says that you can't, like, that you have to, like, nothing is created or destroyed. Right. Like, it's you, the, or the law of entropy. I mean, you, like, you're not, like, all of, of, all of evidence is that, that things break down. You don't, the, the only, thing that that uh uh has been able to uh expand upon itself and replicate itself is here on earth we haven't seen that anywhere else well uh there's there's negative entropy in in you know like matter comes together and fusion occurs in stars but yeah, over time it has to create more entropy than than entropy. the, the theory entropy. that's confusing is people say you can't get more energy out of a system than you put into it but people are assuming that systems are closed there are no closed systems in reality. Everything, energy can but, always but, come into you, into your area from right, right. further away. Uh, but I'm just trying to... So I, you can create systems like fusion right, where right, it right, pulls okay. it in from outside. I'm just trying not to deviate because that is way too far off where we were. What I'm saying is, in the event any kind of alien life came to Earth for some reason, it is an assumption that they would be more advanced than us beyond our recognition. But they could have sent like drone craft with like a right. bioorganic and machine as the pilot. Yeah, and with it's not targeted. So as soon as it enters the solar system, it just crashes. Like they could have, it could do, be done. 
Look, I don't think it. I think they're just trying to fund Space Force. Russia launched that dog into space. It never came back, did it? No. <laughs> Poor For, dog. But, and yeah. there's there's also there's also um, there's also a, a theory that um, Yuri Gagarin is that his name was so. not the first guy in space. He's just the first guy to come back, and the first guy in space just whoop, he's gone. You know, whoopsie. So look, maybe a satellite crashed, and they called it Off Earth Technology with non-human entities. I got here. I googled it, my friends. What is a non-human entity as defined by the Co Library of Congress? Fictitious characters, mythological figures, deities, legendary characters, and animals with proper names. Quite literally, there could have been like a Marvel comic book. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. If he's trying to manipulate to distract from the Hunter Biden stuff because these guys are intel officers. Sorry. What? I'm, I'm more inclined to believe that they're, if you were, if you came to me and says, what's more likely, they're trying to make sure nobody pays attention to Hunter Biden. They've been covering for the Biden family for decades. I'd be like, well, that's a fact. Or aliens exist. I'd be like, well, the first one's a, a fact no matter what. So if you come to me and tell me this guy's lying about aliens to distract us, that just plays into what we already know and is probably true. Also, what about angels and demons? Those would also. Where is that in that definition? So it, it would be it's funny missing. if the, the craft they, they discovered was like a flaming chariot with an angel on it or we something. We know. I talking. think there's a lot of evidence. If you want to look at things that are just not out of, the, out of the ordinary, look into exorcisms and the existence of demons and evil. Yeah. What do you think an exorcism is anyway? It is ultimately call it casting out a demon. Like is someone having a seat, like a force of seizure? In the name of Jesus Christ. And they're like, they're letting go of an old behavior pattern and they're having like a seizure while it's happening or something? It, yeah, they, it, it, there's a physiological reaction. Absolutely, that is you can see happening. I've never seen. Have you ever is, seen one happen? I've never seen one happen, but I know people that have, and I've talked to priests that have done exorcisms, and I've talked to people who've been oppressed by demons. So, you don't really see that talked about a lot at the U.S. Congress, but that's affecting a lot more people than aliens right now. You got that and abortion. So there's if, a lot more to a lot more. If you talk to talk these about. hippie leftists, they'll say interdimensional beings you know you like you do dmt and then you see weird beings and entities that offer you things and stuff and i'm like i just crystals sounds like, Ian. Crystals. Sounds like demons mm -hmm. you know it, it sounds like you're you're talking about what people have talked about for a long time just in a different way yeah i mean you can invent sort of a system of what these things are to you that fits your ideology or your worldview but at the end of the day i believe there's god he created human beings we have rights there's also angels and demons demons are fallen angels God's a person, angels are persons, and humans are persons. And then so, there's animals. So the the non-human so. entities and aliens might be angels or demons? Possibly. I have thought about that, especially those reports from the military seeing the the you know the the, the you know UFO but, but, going really quickly and it seemed faster than any space you know craft could go. Like that could have been maybe an angel. You don't know. Or like do, do angels have vehicles? They could if they wanted to. Mm. That's our bodies. Seamus, our vehicles, wasn't Seamus saying that angels are not? <laughs> we are our bodies. Like physical entities. They're not just our vehicles. Uh, if, mm. I don't know what Seamus was saying, but if I understand correctly, <laughs> like angels are not this, like human beings and angels are very like different Correct. things. But angels well, are not physical beings. It would Correct. not be a biologic. They're just spirit. They're only spirit. Yeah. So they wouldn't yeah. recover but the body. But they can appear as biologics. Mm. 
in order, you know, to make an impact. That's what happened. Like what the annunciation, it, what does that even mean? the angel what? appeared. So it looked like a biologic. But, but like I, that, that's not a angel. word we use. Biologic. I know. We <laughs> We're don't using that because of the. No, but I know. It's like so. Here. Why is he saying that? You know, it's, it's like that? a car accident, and we un we discovered two oh, biologics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what does that mean? Are you telling me that there's two victims? Two I feel like it's like they would normally use the term like remains. Like that's they call it biologic. Like calling it biologic is weird, but like in other contexts, they would say the remains of what we assume would be a pilot. Yeah, it, and it's I don't understand. I mean, I not that I am trying to look into their brains, but like that's that's the standard way they de describe stuff so i don't know but i mean biologic is it like is it like the alien just a paste is that, that's what is it like a goo a bacterial you know? paste that they worked on on a space station and then they maybe right. the built. alien is a space is an like, off-earth off vehicle it was a it was a satellite that crashed with or, uh with with mold could have been yeah, a snail right? named joe like it's that's the, it's the russian dog he's, right he's hey, Matt, we found it as long as there's so much crap going on in the, with the white house i'm not buying Plus, they lie like Karine Jean-Pierre will lie straight away. So why why do we think this guy won't? James Clapper lied under oath to Congress. They why would we assume this guy won't? What, let, let, me, let me ask you, what, what, are the, what is the agenda of these intelligence agencies? Has it been to expose secret information to the public or has it been to protect the Bidens it's, and other corrupt politicians? It's to my, protect the government. My argument is there's a lot of incompetency in government. And so it can look like random stuff that doesn't make sense can look like some conspiracy that doesn't really make sense, but we think it's targeting someone. But a lot of the times it's incompetency. That would be my argument for a lot of government bureaucracy. There's also the possibility that um, these guys, along with someone like uh, Bob Lazar, I think his name was right. Yeah. Government has a, has a secret base. They're doing typical experiments, propulsion, normal stuff. I mean, new technologies. They want to scare our enemies, China, for instance. If China knows exactly what weapons we have, well, then they're going to plan for when, you know, they go invade Taiwan and how they're going to fight us. If now they're asking themselves, did they actually recover alien technology? If we go to war, are we going to go up against something we don't understand? It could be that these guys are useful idiots who are brought into a room and shown, you know, effectively magic tricks. And they say, this is top secret. You can't tell anybody, but look at this. And then they see a levitation. We have, we have a UFO levitating table right now. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then he's like, I got to tell everybody. And then he goes and he says what he can say. But he's really just being duped as part of a psyop to make our enemies think that we've got a higher level of tech than they do. But do you think there's a lot less psyops and there's just a lot more, again, incompetency, mistakes, human error, confusion, chaos? How you, but how do you accidentally swear under oath that aliens exist? Well, I don't think he did. He Oops. actually say that he just kind in of the, in the context of the conversation, mm -hmm. you can make two conclusions. He's lying to us or he's saying aliens exist. The way he Maybe, yeah. the way he phrased it, I lean towards lying to us, but it's either that or he's literally he's he's there. There's no honest way. He's claiming a dog was found in a satellite or, you know, or mold was found in a, in a, in a module that was in space. She, he was asked about non-human pilots and says, yes, we've recovered them. How do you accidentally lie about that? I don't think, I don't know. No, no. You, you either intentionally lie. Oh, yeah. Either, or maybe he thought he was telling the truth. Like Bob Lazar, I think he really thought he was telling the truth because they brought him into a room with nine drones and they, they put a puppet of a green alien in one of them in the seat. And he remembers seeing that. And then they probably had some wild metamaterial that was vibrating so fast you couldn't physically touch it because it was creating force. And he was like, oh, because he remembers that part of it, I believe. That's something about it. Um, 
and then he just got his hand on a window yeah and then they get him to go tell everyone that it was and then they tell him it was from zeta reticuli they feed him some nonsense so that if he ever does go public he'll feed the public some nonsense yeah he'll look like that too and so this guy could be similar or he could have been just lying think about how they compartmentalized the manhattan project nobody knew what they were working on right so you bring these guys in and you're you're building some kind of technology and let's say it's not even anti-grav or force field or alien tech or whatever let's just say it's a metamaterial that's um lightweight and very very dense like you know very useful heat resistant like can a, deflect bullets. a surmat or something that's a and type of metamaterial you don't want this guy whose job is to file paperwork to know how you make it in the event he leaks things so what do you say aliens Here's a question. What would aliens think of us if they showed up on Earth? I don't know. What do we think of cows, chickens? Well, I don't know if that's even the question because, I, you know, bringing it back to I like children chickens. and how we treat children, there's estimates that we kill about 50 million preborn children globally. Tens yeah, of millions yeah, of preborn children. But you have, you have to so understand. So we kill our young. When you talk, so what would they think about that? Yeah, but when We're you species ta- that kill our young. When you talk about that, you have to... You have to acknowledge that the people that are actually having abortions they don't conceptualize it as killing they just don't like i know i know that that you do a lot of people that are listening to i'm uh, no, people think, that are pro people that are pro-choice don't consider it killing that's, that's why that's they can do hmm. that's people who get abortions and people who are pro-choice are two different things fair enough okay people that are pro-choice do not consider it generally and this is a generalization but people that are pro-choice don't consider it killing at all they consider it a medical procedure and that's why they want to make control the argument the way they do i think that's pro-abortion people i think the traditional pro-choice like i said that overwhelmingly does mm -hmm. many of them do think it is killing i find it but the point that i'm making is the people that find pro-abortion uh because most people aren't pro like pro-abortion fine fair enough but no, no no most most of the left is pro-abortion but most people most aren't, people aren't, aren't i think aren't there's a variety the there's a lot of different reasons and there's a lot of different beliefs around it about whether or not i'm actually killing someone is it a someone am i just going to put my head in the sand but the back to the aliens question the fact is we are killing as a society globally i don't i don't know how aliens tens was, of millions what, of people and, and hey, hey, look uh we got too many chickens in chicken city so we got to stop having more of them uh they sometimes make more of themselves. Mostly we incubate. So now we're probably going to give some away or something like that or just move them to new locations. But we have too many. So so they see us as the lower life form is what you're saying. No, we, not necessarily. I mean, they would just be like, I don't. I think it would be a neutral question. They'd say it is it is they're, they're, they're culling. They're self-culling. You know what I mean? The same as they cull any other species, they cull themselves. And humans are I think a lot about the brutal, the barbarism of humans like the this in order to survive, we have to kill. We have to destroy another animal or another plant. And, we and steal to, its energy. Yeah, we have to consume, destroy and consume the thing. Actually kill things to consume them. And like how horrific for an alien. Like vampires. That didn't, if an alien just subsisted off of light and that was how they got their energy, they would look at us like the most horrific, evil creatures. But if they also consumed and destroyed to live, they'd probably look at us as equals and be very concerned that there would be a war. So like, I don't know, if I if I came upon a species that just annihilated everything in its path to survive, I'd, I'd think of it as a disease. Uh, I, I think- And not that humans do everything in, in their path, that's hyperbole, but the well, fact that we have to kill to survive. And there's a big difference between killing a ki- chicken, you know, to eat, the egg, to eat the chicken than killing a human being. 
I mean, right? There's, okay. there, yeah. it, is, it is very likely that there are technology. I would say it's the, the likelihood is 100% that there exist technologies that we do not have access to simply by the nature of the chemical composition of our planet. It's possible that if aliens exist, they came to exist on a planet that had more oxygen or less nitrogen or something like that, resulting in a different path towards technology. They come to this Earth and they're like, whoa, this is very, very weird. The aliens could be squid-like. They could be giant balls of gas. They could, or, you know, like a thin membrane or something. And we exist the way we are based on the uh, chemical composition of the planet. Salt water. There, there is a, an interesting argument that alien life will be nearly identical to humans in that the uh, evolution of the eye, based on what we think we know, independently occurred in a bunch of different species for the same reasons. Light sensitivity of cells, and then there was a higher rate of success with a certain shape of certain cells, and, and you know, eventually the eye forms. I watched this really amazing uh, documentary on it. It may be the case that if we do encounter aliens, they will be very, very, very human-like. Mm. They will breathe a similar uh, uh, atmosphere. Why? The oxygen level of our atmosphere is perfect for fire, which you can use to separate elements. And at the basis level, we make metals. But eventually, we got to the point where we're synthesizing. Also cooking food and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cooking food, more efficient production. But look at dolphins. This is the argument that I find compelling as well, that, that the, Hum the forms. Aliens might be like human. Yeah, that the forms that, that have inhabited Earth are the likely forms that life tends to make yeah. considering the conditions in the universe. No, 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 but not tends to make, but would succeed in terms of technological advancement. Thumbs. Dolphins. Opposable thumbs. Very, very smart, <clears throat> they say. Yep. Big brains. But they will never smelt because they're underwater and they can't go Some out dolphins of listening to this show right now, they're like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I wish I had hands, I'd show him, but you can't, sorry. Can't do it. Can't and whales, either. big brain, super smart. They can probably perceive things we can't. They definitely can with sounds and all that, but they're not going to start yep. a fire. So that's all they'll ever be. But we are in this oxygen-rich environment. Ox oxygen actually destroys cells, oxidization. And we've evolved to be able to exist here, and we make fire, and then we throw stuff in it, and then that stuff melts, and we separate things, and then we, we extract chemicals and hormones, and now we have computers and rockets synthesizing, synthesizing fuels and all that stuff. My big concern is if aliens do exist and they show up and they don't just immediately kill us, I don't think that will happen. But if they did show up, we would not do a good job, or we would really struggle humanity at large right now with how to treat them in an ethical way because i think our bioethics generally speaking today especially in the western world especially in, in america are very broken and you look at reproductive technologies as an example and cloning right and the ability to clone and the question of you know can you create a clone of yourself and then take their organs can you what do you how do you treat a cloned embryo you know, how do you treat embryos that are being used for research? There's all of these ethical questions that we're not getting right. Do you think clones we're practicing the wrong thing? We're killing, killing human beings. Do you think clones have souls? Absolutely. If they're hum an individual human, absolutely. It's like a different soul from you. Like if someone cloned you, it'd be like a different soul. Well, I mean, identical twins have different souls, but no. they're biologically identical. I just tweeted out a video of a nano machine taking a sperm and impregnating an egg with it. And the sperm's just like laying there. And I'm like, how many, la we have so many lazy people already. We don't need to take the lazy sperm and make new <laughs> lazy. It's crazy. Um, but how do you think, Lila, like, it, how do we solve for this bioethical problem where we're killing young people? Because it's like a resource struggle, I feel like. If people mm. don't, without the resources, we can't support the young. We've always had to leave mm. the weak and suffering behind in the tribal life and things like that because you can't support it. Mm. 
Um, and it does terrify me that they're impregnating eggs with weak sperm. But like, how do you? Well, it's funny with the resource thing. Just to touch that for a second, we are we have more resources than we've ever had in arguably human history, and we have the technology to have more more people and support more people as a planet than in human history. And all the all the predictions about oh, the universe is you know the world can't handle more humans. You know the Malthusian um, ideology of we can't we're going to have to kill people off because we can't feed the world. That's not come true because as human beings have grown and, and populated the earth, our technologies has have our mastery of the world has. But anyway, separate, separate from that, though, I think the big question is, what's the correct way we treat each other? You know, do humans have human rights? And if we have human rights, what are they? And I think most people, I don't know, I don't know your guys' position, but I think many people today would say, yes, we have human rights. Even the United Nations says there's human rights. And so the, the question isn't whether or not we have human rights. It's where is the line? What is a human right, right and what is not? Right, exactly. But I think most people would agree that the right to not be killed is a fundamental human right. Because if you don't have that, you can't have any other rights, right? But, so, and that is the pro-life case in a nutshell. If you're a human, you have human rights, and the first human right is not to be killed. Similarly, our Declaration of Independence, you're endowed by, we're endowed by our creator. So we're created. They're not given to us by each other. We get them from on high. We are endowed with these inalienable rights, and the first of them is life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, right? There, so life comes first, and all humans have that right, whether you're born or pre-born. It doesn't matter. You're a human. You have that right. I don't believe there is a way that you can ever really win this battle, and the reason is these uh, pro-abortion <laughs> individuals are desperately trying to remove themselves from the gene pool, but you are desperately trying to save them. This conflict will result in... More and more leftist ideologies, pro-abortion ideologies emerging. In our current system, this means that they can vote and they will vote for policies that allow them to terminate themselves from the gene pool. Ultimately, then they will reduce. The pro-life element and conservatives will just have more influence and more children. But then they will stop abortions. That once they have the authority, they'll say abortion's done. Which means the remaining pro-abortion people will have more and more kids and those kids will hold the ideology of pro-abortion until they get too, too many. Then they'll vote for abortion and call themselves again. Interesting. Well, I think... I don't see how you, I, you stop I, I hear you. I hear you. I think that if we, you know, in like a game theory analysis like that, if that happened just that way, I can see your argument. But there's a lot of other factors at play, which have to do like with podcasts like yours, where people are getting new ideas. They're being exposed to different beliefs. Maybe they were raised by hardcore pro-abortion parents, and they always were told to be feminist and to be pro-woman is to be in support of reproductive freedom, which means to kill your baby. And that's what they were indoctrinated with, basically. I'd argue it's indoctrination. But then they might listen to a podcast on YouTube, and they all of a sudden their world is blown because they get a new perspective on things. So you know, the beauty of today's crazy media world and just the diversity that comes with that is that people are exposed to different ideas regardless of how they're raised. So the question is, will the truth win out? Well, my question- What is the truth and will the truth win out? Yeah, what is, because you were saying the right to human life. I think that's a good mm -hmm. starting point for life, for humans. But at what point is an egg a human? I, I wonder, like, I'm like, well, it's if it doesn't have a brain, human. it doesn't have a heartbeat. No, when it's fertilized. Is a sperm an egg? Is a sperm a human before no. it fertilizes the egg? Is no. it a human right when it's banging on the egg's outer wall? Like, no. is it only once it's in and that first magical electrification appears, then it's when a human a all of a sudden? Because it, it doesn't yes. look like a human. When a, uni when a unique set of DNA is created, life begins. It's, it's called conception. I agree that it's sperm living. I agree that it's living, but I don't think it's a human, So personally. sperm egg fusion, and you get a single cell embryo that has its unique set of DNA, nothing like it ever before, and that is going to grow. It's going to 
self-actualize, you can argue, grow itself, meaning it needs nourishment, but it's going to start exponentially developing more and more cells, developing that heart. The heart's going to beat at just three and a half weeks. It's crazy how early the heart breaks. Six weeks, you have brain waves already. So human life, and virtually all biologists agree, it's fertilization. You're, 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 Even Peter Singer, who is that you know pro-infanticide ethicist from Princeton, says it's at fertilization. Human life begins not with a sperm or a, an egg. You know, think, it begins at the sperm egg. I think the distinction you're making is, is a person and life. Like, yeah, so it, sure. it's always mm -hmm. human because that's the classification. But when does it have personhood? Is what you're talking. That's about. also but a good question. But it's like it's human rights, not personhood rights. If you're going to say like when, so you're going to roll a ball down a hill. At what point does the ball start rolling? First, you're going to you're going to push the ball along a flat surface, it's and then down. it's going to roll down. No. But so if you push it, is it rolling down the hill yet as it's traveling horizontally, uh, or only when it starts to fall down the hill? Because okay, it, wait, wait, well, hold on, you said is it rolling down the hill? If it's yeah, rolling on a you flat gotta surface, figure the answer is no. Exactly. And if it's going down the hill, the answer is so yes. So is it a human? Well, I'd look and at a zygote yes. and I can't determine. Like uh, from what I've been told, and you, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is not good information. You cannot determine uh, a zygote. Is it called a zygote? From another animal zygote. So, that so you matter. can. Well, you can actually. And and the, I mean, maybe on the naked eye looking at it, it's too small to see. So in that sense, you can't. But as biologists know, how do you know what something is? You look at the parents, but this right? So a single cell embryo has a human mother and a human father. A single cell elephant embryo has a elephant mother and an elephant but father. That, so that we, know that, 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 we know it's a human. We know it's human. It doesn't matter at all. Um, that's just inductive matter. reasoning. No, 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 no. This question is nonsensical. Whether or not you can recognize what something is doesn't change what it is. I can't tell if it's gold or pyrite. Doesn't change it from gold or pyrite. If there is a human life, and you're like, well, I can't tell if it's human or not. That's like saying someone who's got a disfigurement may not be human. No, well, they're human. It, That's it. If it story. appears to be something, you can kind of play like it is. Like if Just someone, because you don't know what it is doesn't change what it is. I agree with that. But if Absolutely. someone comes up to you, a hologram points a gun to your head and you think it's real, you're going to probably Thinking piss yourself. something real is not the same as whether or not it is real. Think of it there this are fact way. Yeah, but your body will statement. react as if your, it is per, real. But per, per, perception is immaterial to the question of objectivity. I don't know. because If, it, I'm, an IVF, no, you if I'm an IVF specialist, right? You know, IVF, you're creating... Um, new embryos in a petri dish to implant them in a woman down the line, right? But my, my big aha moment is when I have achieved sperm egg fusion and I have all these embryos now, right? And now I have all these little embryos that I can then go on and implant and they'll continue to develop into ultimately some of them, we hope, a full-term baby. You know, I have huge issues with the ethics of, bio, of uh, IVF. I think it's very, very problematic. But the point is, you know, the IVF specialist knows I'm trying to create a human embryo for these parents that just pay me to do this, right? So I think biologists are in agreement, and we know from you know the fact that they have human parents. This is human; it's human. A single cell, single cell humans are very, very tiny. Doesn't look like a human the way you and I look like humans, right? But a newborn baby doesn't look like you, right? I mean, they have this huge and, heads. And, and the line of thinking. So we um, look different at different stages in our development as humans. We look different. And so, sometimes we're so small you can hardly you can't see you, but that doesn't mean you're not there. If someone's suffering from what is it called, porphyria or whatever, where like the vampire legend comes from, oh, I don't know. someone someone has some sort of disfigurement or whatever and looks inhuman. Porphyria. So they would say it's not a human, and then they would not give it rights. Okay, mm. that's wrong. It's true. We, we've we've very uh, in in recent history understood this. Mm. You may not look human, but it doesn't change the fact that you have human rights. Well, now I'm talking about chimeras. Okay, this is a real thing. <laughs> They're actually splicing DNA from different animals. It is crazy. And so if a woman, a human woman, is gestating a chimeric animal of some sort of human pig hybrid or something, is it a human? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the fact well, that we are playing. The, it's a very good question. We are playing God 
with human lives and in these you know, Frankenstein-like experiments that we're not acknowledging any ethics around it as guardrails. And so we're doing this insane stuff. And I think it's opening the door to all of these abuses, abuses of humans, for sure. We're kill there's, a, there's a million frozen embryos in IVF right now. Well, it's, million it's, it's, children in deep freeze right well, now. Let me ask you, you said, you said if something has human, if someone like a chimera mm -hmm. is a human. I, I, that's that's a good question. I, I, I don't know. I think we, we have to, if they're part human DNA, but then they're part um, apes, I think we have to proceed very, very, and about, we were able, they were actually able to live and be gestated, right? Yeah, that's a big question. Can they actually live with, and be gestated? With, with human kidneys and a human liver. Is that a human? No, I don't think but so. But what if it's well, being well, well, gestated in a human what, no, woman? No, no, no. What if the pig doesn't right. have kidneys, mm -hmm. but it has a human brain? This is interesting. I was just having this debate with the YouTuber Destiny about what constitutes a human being. And I was saying that it is, you, your brain doesn't, your brain is an important part of you as a human. Very important. It's the central control center for your body, right? But as human beings, we are our bodies and we are also our souls. I disagree. And there's a lot that. of mystery to that in terms of, you know, you can't, you can, I think you can uh, observe the soul through nature in a lot of ways, the actions of the soul. But when it comes to, you know, if we were to create a, somehow create a chimera and we were able to do this, I mean, it, it's a complicated question, which is why I don't we, think we, we are should doing be going it. there. Well, well, it's well yeah, been done. I mean, it, it's, the reason well, I, bring the, I think the problem is we're, I mean, it's been done, but there's not an ability to develop the, the baby. I think that's where it's failing, right? No, 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 no. We, we, no? We've, we've grown Has, animals with human organs. Right, right, right. That's been done. I'm yeah. saying that the, this sort of 50-50% achievement, 50% human DNA, 50% some other animal Orc. DNA from the beginning. Well, that, that's yeah, what that, I'm talking about. But, I don't but, think but that's but been that's, achieved. But that's, that's fiction, right? Right. So, so I think if it has some human, um, I would argue, if it has like a human kidney or something in a pig, it's still a pig. So if but that human animal, brain. the question is, so it's, it's a smart human as, brain as, and as a smart pig. as a human, the, the intelligence of a 27 year yeah. old can write and paint and do everything, communicate, but you're like, ah, it's a pig. I would, I, would I would put special ethical protections on that, on that, on that entity because we are, we are playing God when we shouldn't. We shouldn't be doing that stuff. It's bad. It's wrong. But if we were to do it, it would be wrong to harvest that pig human's organs. It would be wrong to kill them. I think we would have to treat them very carefully. The reason I and and and, and not violate with the rights of this of this uh, this creature that we should not have created, like a Frankenstein experiment. That it's wrong that we're doing it, you, and it should be banned. It should not be done. Well, but it is. I, I'm not denying what yeah, you're saying. But it's being done since because it is we haven't being done. banned it, and that's what's. And it's also to some degree there's a lot of funding funding this crazy uh, experimentation on embryos and humans that is being funded by the government. And that's so horrible you that said, we are all complicit in that. Maybe aliens are doing it. You, you said earlier that um, the way Maybe aliens you, are telling them to do it. I don't know, but mm -hmm. it's horrible and the, it shouldn't happen. You said the way you determine mm -hmm. if like a, a one-day-old zygote is, yeah. uh, I think it's the zygote, is a human yep. is by who the parents are, who are the parents that are gestating the thing. Mm -hmm. So if a, if a human woman is gestating a one-day-old zygote of a chimeric animal, mm -hmm. you would just assume it's a human because it's got a human mother. That's a faulty logic. That's an inductive reasoning that fails at that point. I don't, I don't think that's the case. I mean, back to the kind of question of is it a human or not? Like if there was some possibility to have it, there be a human father, but some like a, you know, an, a monkey mother, if that, was, if that was possible, right? It I is. would say, well, I don't think that we've successfully done that. I so think, I think we I think have. It, it fails when the, we try. 
uh, uh, it fails when you when you if have it's 50 50 it, it yeah. fails with a female chimp with uh, human with male with human sperm but according to legend the Russians legend. did it but the reason the reason uh, it's it's not been done in, in public is because the public would reject it good it, as we should I'm we I, should. I would I would bet mm -hmm. a large sum of money that China's already done it well listen if we were if anyone is doing it and if anyone is succeeding in doing it I think we need to apply careful um, protection of whatever these creatures that we are creating without responsibility, without ethics, um, I, I, irresponsibly, we should treat them carefully and with protection because I, they are carrying an imprint of, of humanity. In I them. So we should be very careful with that. One, one of the things that Tim said that I think is important, the idea that we can, that we can ban this or we can stop, that is absolute fiction. Why? Be, we ban rape? Because, be, because, be, we, like, we, okay. we, we don't ban China from putting exactly. bigger Muslims in concentration this is camps. I'm not, talking about us. What we do no, 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 in the right. confines of the United States. That's for sure, what I'm for sure. saying we. But we can't fair, ban it for China. Fair enough, I agree, but the I agree things, with you the on that. The things that you're talking about are going to have repercussions throughout all of human, like or for through human history. Like Because you're really what you're, you're getting into is what kind of ways are people allowed to reproduce? What kind of people are allowed to reproduce? What kind of people are we allowed to make when we reproduce? Because if in very short order, you're going to be able to decide, I want a child with these Yo. traits, those traits. And that's and wrong. Stuff. And CRISPR. people, you and can, you can't you can stop say it. it's wrong. What was that? You can't stop it. No, you can't. Because people you can are, say it's, you, it's wrong, but it's coming in another country, in a place with different morals, like whether it be China or... Mexico. I so mean, exactly. Gonna, so people on, are going to go to Mexico <clears throat> to get their kids genetically engineered if the U.S. Yeah. doesn't allow it. Mm -hmm. Then those kids are going to grow up in the United States as genetically engineered. They're going to have DNA from different species that's implanted through some virus. Look, they just yeah. cured, they cured a kid's blindness yeah. with the herpes virus, putting some genes in or whatever. It'll come to the point where there will be some dude walking around with cat ears or whatever because his parents were weird anime people. You're not, and then you're going to be here, like, he's part animal. You're not going to be able to tell billionaires that they can't go to another country and make sure that their children will never get cancer. Mm -hmm. Like when, you, when, you go, when you've got a billionaire or, or millionaires and you're like, if you, in, in this country, you're not allowed to do it, but you can fly to whatever country in Europe and they'll allow you to, to, to edit the gene so your child will never have cancer. So your child will never have this, will never have... And any number of, of genetic defects that you can guarantee that it, that your kids won't have anymore, you are not you are not going to be able to tell people yeah. they can't do and that. And there can be ethical treatments depending how it's done. So I think that's an no, important distinction to make. But back to the kind of question of, well, they're going to do it anyways if it's something that's unethical, right? That we could all agree this is an unethical thing. Like, you know, uh, creating a 50%, if it was possible, I don't think it is, but creating a 50%, you know, human and a 50% pig or something. But, that, but that's, my, that's, but my that's point not, is just that, because... That's not the issue. I don't think just, it's unethical. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. The, 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 the percentage, because, the percentage because, rate of someone's DNA point. doesn't matter. But just because we can doesn't mean we should, right? But, but, and the whole point of a law, the whole point of any society, any civilization is to have rules of the road. We don't live physically without rules so of the road. So what do you do, do so what we when do, someone from outside the United States mm -hmm. is genetically engineered and now lives in the United States? We treat them with dignity and respect 1,000%. What but happens, we can still We still have a responsibility for in our country and whatever country we are a part of. What, this isn't just the United States. Other countries are called to be ethical too. It's not like just Americans should be ethical. Everybody should be ethical. And there's a lot of amazing countries outside of the United States that I would argue are more ethical than us. Malta, as an example, has eradicated abortion in, in Europe. So there's countries that are more ethical than us in the West. Chile is a very pro-life Latin American country. Um, but the point is, 
we should be focused on what is the right thing for a society to do? What's the role of the law? And then we should pursue that instead of saying, well, technology is going to figure it out and eventually we're doomed to it. Think about nuclear warfare, right? We, we have nuclear weaponry. So we could just say, well, we're all doomed to die by nuclear weaponry at some point. I mean, you could make that same argument, right? But you could say, well, no, if we treat each other ethically and we practice ethics and we have good rule of law and good systems, we can avoid mass destruction. Well, you know, well let's, historically, mass destruction, you it's know? always been so, like war historically, not always, but over time. So I'm concerned that a country will develop super soldiers that can like see super long distance, doing it. shoot, yeah. throw really far, and that they would invade and conquer. And if we don't have that same technology and super soldier program that we just I, become I think, I think we can, if we started doing unethical things because another country was unethical, it's just somehow compete with them, we would die by our own sword in the end. But if and we so, didn't, so, so it, it, it's, we, it's, we, it's simple. It's not worth the risk of doing what's unethical just because someone else is in the hope that you'll save yourself because you're actually killing yourself. And then the you cease to exist. And then you cease to exist. So, yeah. but, but that's, so, why so right it, that's why it's better to go down in flames doing the right thing in so, the end than so, kill so right the innocent now, person. But what about right? the nuclear right. weapons okay. program? So right now, Republicans are doing literally nothing as Democrats indict mm -hmm. and criminally charge a whole plethora of Republicans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the, so my focus in terms of all this is cultural. We need cultural influence. You need media influence. And we mm -hmm. seem to be winning on that front. Timcast. But uh, Save the right, day. Sound of Freedom. <laughs> Sound of Freedom Did you see awesome. it? Yeah, that movie. Yes. But there's, there's so, so good, good, good people. Democrats resort to blunt force. And then you just get Republicans saying, well, this may reach the level of inquiry. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a conversation in the committee about whether or not we can inquire as to what this could mean. So in the long run, you could argue that without any meaningful resistance, what Democrats are doing, then the Republicans cease to exist. But I have hope that in the human heart is written the moral law and I've seen this myself, and even in the most distorted, depraved person, there's still that spark of the human law and of goodness. And if we can cultivate that, then we can get these big, bad Democrats in this scenario you're talking about, Tim, to do the right thing. And so what? that is that should be the end let's, game, right? Let's, let's the law, rule of law the is important, but also Instead of uh, helping we're, we're, people do the right thing. So because we, we're, we're all made to, and called to do the right until thing. They start we're going to gonna starve, jump to uh, political medical news. We have this story from TimCast.com. Mitch McConnell abruptly stops speaking freezes during press conference the senate minority leader was escorted to the room by senator john barrasso of wyoming let me play this video for you it is saddening and uh, i would describe it as a seizure potentially You'll a stroke spinning wheel of death. here we go is there oh sorry i gotta turn the audio on bring it up no i just gotta press the audio there fortunately he doesn't speak for 30 seconds right. so you don't have to worry <laughs> cooperation and a string of uh That's it. That's the video. He says cooperation and a string of, and then just freezes. It's. I went to. I went to a. Um, a fundraiser a long time ago. Dang. Political fundraiser for seizure awareness. Um, and this guy who suffered grand mal seizures, uh, was explaining how often mm -hmm. he'll be in public meetings or at work, and uh, he'll freeze exactly like Mitch McConnell did, and people will laugh at him, and he could he could die. And he was like, awareness on what seizures look like is extremely important because of Hollywood. Everyone thinks mm. you fall to the ground and start spazzing mm. out. Some people said, I think they, it's like an absent or absence seizure, absent seizure, where you just freeze and lock up. And a lot of people were tweeting that this is may, may be what it was. Apparently, he said that he got lightheaded and he was fine and then went on to have like a normal meeting afterwards or whatever. But I think what we're seeing here is, you know, we talked a whole lot about aliens and law and morality. Our political leaders, they keep winning no matter what, no matter what, because our culture is dead, because this country 
will just walk into a booth and rubber stamp D or R without a thought I'm because so, it is a dead culture. So against democracy. So they vote for Pelosi. They vote for Mitch McConnell. They vote for people who should have retired 30 years ago. And I don't see it changing unless there's a hard fall. You think it was TV that deadened culture? Why no, not? no. I think it's uh, it's it's like the, it's a the Strasa generational uh, theory. So I I would argue what you're describing. There's a lot of truth to what you're saying, Tim, and I think that it is ultimately a spiritual sickness that we are facing because we have lost the plot. Like, what is the point of human existence? Is it to just take? Is it to just you know become more powerful or more perfect? Like, what's the point of human existence? Is it to love and to serve and ultimately for eternity for God, or is it to take? And that difference, I think. If people are kind of wishy-washy on that, they don't know what their purpose is, then we don't really care enough. And then we just, you know, maybe stamp like you're saying D or R or whatever it is. We're going in and we're not really caring enough to really fight. But I do think a lot of people are fighting for the country right now. And they care and they're raising young families. I know my family, we're raising a young family. We're passionate. We care about the future. We think there is a future. And enough of those people, if enough of us do that, we can change it. It's going to be painful and hard at points, but I think we can change the country and make it better. So Diane, I don't think it's hopeless. Diane Feinstein, hopeless. remember? She gets, she goes, she's out in the, for, what was it, like a couple months or something? How long was she out for? And then she's like, I was here the whole time. Hmm. I absolutely despise these people. Mitch McConnell, we can talk about his politics all day and night. And I'll tell you, oh, I don't like he does this. I don't like he does that. But there is nothing that, that gives me more disdain for this man than this medical episode. I have no sympathy, no empathy for his freeze up, for his stroke or seizure, because he is gripping on to the, the, to the a leadership position that a younger person needs to have to help this country. And he's incapable of doing it. But it's not just him. It is, it is, it is a problem in this country, in all of Congress, where they're all, it's just, and, and look at who was running for president. We're going to get Biden versus Trump. I think Trump's better than Biden, but even Trump is older. This is one of the big, big reasons we were saying DeSantis is probably better is that he's a lot younger. Unfortunately, however, I don't think DeSantis is going to be able to pull it off because he can't seem to get a hold of his campaign. Well, here, these people yeah. need to leave. Youth in and of itself, I think, is not the key. But to your point, I think, you know, if you're very to the point of having strokes and you need medical leave, you should take care of your health and not be trying to lead the country in, in this case. But I think it's not just youth, it's wisdom. And I think there's a crisis of wisdom. And that's where the we have a lot of failed. Even young leaders are terrible. So it's not like they, just because you're young, you're better. If you're young, you could be even more foolish. McConnell doesn't seem to have any real wisdom about him either. That could be true. <laughs> I Look, will not argue with that. I mean, I'm, I think he he has done some good things in his career, but I do think... I agree with you. We need we need more. We need fresh, not just fresh leadership. We need good, good leadership. Healthy brains, man. Capable less calcified. Leadership. I don't know if it's calcified pineal gland, but we less aspartame in people's diets, less high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, we corroding the neural network. Look, so, someone points out on Twitter, any job in this country, you are 81 years old and suffer a seizure. They would say, look, it's 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 time you go home. Right. This is not the job for you. In fact, can he even be driving anymore? I'm not trying to rag on older people, but there is a point at which you are too young for a job and too old for a job. We're not going to put 12-year-olds in the coal mines. We should be putting 81-year-olds in Congress. Do you think we have should do age limits now? It is a tough question because of the rate of technology. It should be more about capability. Cape, I agree with that. I think if you're, <laughs> if you're struggling with serious medical conditions, just like as you described from work, you could take Betterman. a leave. 
So would it be Congress that, that votes to have the other congressman removed if there's a, a medical thing? I, I, I would love I would love it right now if uh, Congress uh, voted to uh, the Senate voted to remove mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell. It's almost an imperative. You, you know, we're missing a, a Kentucky representative right now. Or Fine, a, a Feinstein senator. should be well, he, should he, be out and McConnell should be out. And it's uh, tricky uh, when, they've been, be when they've been democratically elected. Right. That is that is tricky. back to what you were talking about earlier, Tim. You know, if we got into a system where we get to just out people because we consider them physically unfit, but they were democratically elected, you know, it gets into. No, but you can. We remove people from Congress all the time. All right. Not all the time. It's happened a couple times. Mm-hmm. You vote to send someone home. Uh, I, I wonder if Vivek Ramaswamy, he has he had a couple proposals. One publicly, he said there should be a civics test in order to vote. I'm not a fan of that. I don't think that makes sense. What I really like is. You have to sign up for the selective service if you want to vote. If you sign up for the selective service, it uh, you get a voter ID. And if you have that, you're allowed to vote. And so I think that will solve a great deal of, of our problems you know, overnight. Vivek actually clarified on the show last week, he thinks when you turn 18, you don't have voting rights until you're 25, unless you pass a civics test or do six months of community service or military service. So it's either or. It's, I it's, like it's, the civics those, test. I, do I, you do or don't? I disagree. So you don't like the civics, te- civics test? I, uh, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't think I, I don't think it necessarily solves the problem. See, the thing is about signing up for the selective service is you're basically saying I'm willing to die for this country. And guess what? It's a very simple sign on the dotted line that no Democrat would be able to convince a run of the mill urban liberal to sign. But every conservative would be like, I love this country. Put my name down. However, a lot of people are going to say I wouldn't sign up for that. This country is corrupt. No, no. If the voting base is just comprised of people who have pledged their lives to this country, you are not going to have these corrupt people because they can't get elected. Yeah, but what if some you know, crazy president was like, oh, now all you guys, all you voters signed up for the selective service. We're going to war because they vote because it's only those people who get to vote. So when the president comes in and says, I'm initiating the draft, it's those people who say recall yeah, any, impeachment. Any, anything that that like shrinks the number of of ignorant votes, uh, I'm for so limit voting like in any way possible in my opinion i don't think that uh that it requires service um i do get where you're coming from i i understand the uh the 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 idea that you have to have something on the line i personally think that maybe owning a business or owning probably like something like that because you can start a business on with a cell phone so like if you actually start a business then you have some kind of skin in the game uh, and it's and the barrier for entry is real low for that. And again, I'm not saying it's perfect, but I I'm, I'm I just don't think that that you have to go through, you know, serving the country uh but you to, don't should be signing up for the selective service does not mean you're going to do any service. Oh, okay. So you're, oh yeah. Right. So, it means that yeah, if the United States is invaded, you, yeah. you, you've pledged your life to defend it. Yeah. My, now, a lot of people argue that, but, but the draft and world war one, two and the Korean war and Vietnam, I'm like, no, no, no. Listen, my point is this. There's corruption right now. It may just be an idealistic, perfect system. But imagine if the only people who could vote, meaning there could not be a foreign invasion of Syria, if everybody who had to go fight it were the people who were voting, they'd be like, I'm not going to go do that. So I'm voting against these people. Everyone else who sits in their ivory tower sipping tea being like, we should go to war for oil, wouldn't have a vote. And, and if they wanted to go, they'd vote. And you know what? There may come a point where, let's say you've got a 350 million people in this country, only 175 actually choose to sign up for selective service to vote, and there's a split vote. And 100 million say we want to go to war for this reason, and 75 say you don't, but that's the point of saying I pledge to this system. It's not always going to be about what you want, but you know 
everyone else voting for it has pledged the same thing but, as you. But, but and we not don't send even you. have everyone voting, though, who I think is well equipped to vote. So uh, this is and, and all well, I, disagree, like would, but I disagree with that entirely. I think there's a lot of people that don't vote that I think should vote is what I'm saying. Really? Yeah. Especially like in the pro-life space and in the space where people have values they love the country they love what we were founded on they believe in the future for the country often yes many are active and politically involved but the thing is a lot of people who are doing that are busy running their businesses and raising their families and so maybe they're not doing every election you know maybe they're, I, not, I'm, they're not as involved as they need to be so we encourage more civic engagement right, need more crazy. more, but more look, look, look. and mitch disagree. mcconnell his biggest issue is not I mean, I hope he's well, you know, but I think his biggest issue is a failure to lead on fundamental human rights. And the Republican Party has made some strides because we, it's in our platform that life begins at fertilization and that abortion should not be permitted and that legal protection is deserved by all preborn humans. You know, but Mitch McConnell has not led you know like that in the Senate. Way, he's been squishy on you know it. You the fastest that's not way good. to get that is exactly what I just said. I, I went uh, uh, when I worked for these nonprofits 15 some odd years ago. They said, anybody here want to go see Death Cab for Cutie live? And I was like, that's like my favorite band. I would love to go see them live. And they're like, here's your vinyl all access pass. Here's your stack of voter registration forms. You're going to walk around and register people, register people to vote, but it gets you backstage access. And I was like, yes. And I walked around back. You want to vote? You want to vote? I did not know their political affiliation, but come on, it's Chicago. They're all Democrats. What if I walked up to them and said, hey, do you want to vote? And they went, sure, I'll sign it up. Just sign that you are you want to join the draft and fight in the military. And they're like, no way. I'm not signing that. And they'd leave. And then you'd go to some like country music event where some guy's wearing an American flag saying about how he loves this country. And you'd walk up and be like, anybody want to vote? And be like, sure. Would you, would you sign a pledge saying you'll fight for this country if we get invaded and be in the draft? And be like, I love America. And they'd sign it. Yeah, and then I think that's a good But what, what concerns me, if you're, un, if you're not willing to serve... In the most dire of circumstances, meaning there's no obligation in the immediate, only in the event mm -hmm. of us being attacked, then you don't get to tell us how we run this country. I like that, except mm -hmm. if if all these people sign up for the selective service and then the president's like, we're going to war and they're like, no, no, no. You're like, well, you already voted for me. It's called impeachment. Get your get your gear. And then the generals step in and it's like, what are you going to like? We're going to war. Like, there's Impeach. not enough time when when the president declares that's, that's the not, president shouldn't be declaring war. First of all, the, a, draft, not his job. a draft can't Actually happen overnight can't declare war. Right. You can't only no, Congress. Con Congress is right. the only group of people that can. do. And that I also think you, you, you're going to have uh, greater alignment between the people who are eligible for conflict. First of all, there will still be a military, meaning a draft will not necessarily occur. That, that, that That's the point. It's a very, very simple solution that requires very little other than commitment that typically does not happen. So you would equally draft men and women, Tim, yep. in that scenario? Women women can uh, uh, work in factories and women can work in homes and women I can see. work in to, hospitals. To help with the war effort. The but war, you wouldn't oh, have them do the same jobs. Soldiers march on their bellies. So if we don't put women in combat, they can certainly do all sorts of infrastructure-based support work mm -hmm. and even maintaining households if you're more I traditional. Do, I do think, we, I do, what I agree with what you're saying is that we need more patriotism, patriotism and a sense of a shared project that this is our country that we should care about together and make stronger and better. I, I completely agree with that. Not sure about that approach necessarily, but if there's a way we can, the best way I would argue to do that, what I'm describing, that shared project is just a lot of education, shoring up good institutions, shoring up the American family. Some of the best public policy that I think we could be doing right now is not affecting how we're voting, but it's affecting how we support the American family. Investing in the American family through child tax credits, 
through giving more support to the American family, giving them write-offs, giving them more, you know, even a, a subsidy. Give, give families a subsidy. If you have a child, you get a subsidy. Especially if you're a married couple, you get a subsidy because we want to encourage those things. Three kids, no taxes. I would Dude, say, yeah, that sounds great. A lot of people would have three yeah. kids. That sounds Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Or, or like an 85% yeah. reduction in your taxes or any something, anything. I mean, no. children I'm sorry, are, I'm sorry. Married and three kids, no taxes. They are our most precious resource children. They're treated like crap in this country, especially if they're pre-birth. And if we change that and our public policy helped change that, I think there would be beautiful outcomes. Because what, what matters, it's not about our selfish individual pursuits. I want to do, I'm not going to have kids because I just want to travel the world or whatever it is. It's about children are the future and they're, uh, we learn how to love through sacrifice and through service and through responsibility to each other. And if we could encourage that through public policy, that would be a beautiful thing. But what not if, to force it, not to force it, but to encourage what it. What if a couple of businessmen, a, a man and a woman get together like, yo, let's have some kids. We don't even have to raise them. We just have them and then we'll get tax credit. And then they have kids. The kids have become to be criminals. married. They get married. They have kids. The kids are criminals. They're horrible bullies at school. That happens now. Yeah, but would they get credit? Would they get the yes. same tax credits as the people yep. who are who are committed to their yes. family? Yes. That's a that's a bad move because nope. you'd have a lot of piss poor parents in that situation. You still do today. If we said if you are married and have three kids, you don't pay taxes, you will you are more likely to see people stay together. There right now, there's a there, there's a guy and a lady and they had three kids already and they're split up. Mm -hmm. And that's bad for the kids. If we said if you're married, you're going to you you know or, or, or how about this? Single family household, three kids, married. Meaning the guy and the woman have to live together with the kids. Then you get a tax break. Wait, you're saying they're not married, but get no, no, no. It, have to be married. Okay. Have to live together and have mm -hmm. at least three kids, and then you're exempt from tax income tax. Wow, you can send your kids to college if you want. You could buy cars. For, you uh, could actually go on vacation with your kids. That's, they're, they're, that's bold, Tim. But I mean, we need. What uh, do we, what we do, do need to encourage the American family because right now it is too hard to raise a family. And this should be the not too hard, meaning impossible, but it's harder than it should be. And we need to make this country the friendliest place in the world to raise a family. That's what that should be the American dream. Agreed. And that should be the focus of public policy. Let's talk about the current state of politics. We have this story mm -hmm. from the Daily Mail. Oh, boy. Dramatic moment. Hunter's lawyer told prosecutors sweetheart deal was off after judge eviscerated agreement. Apparently, uh, one of the guys yelled out. I think this was um, Biden lawyer. Chris Clark said, I don't know what you're trying to accomplish. Then we'll rip it up. He says you can't get around that. So basically what happens is they go in. Hunter Biden's going to supposed to plead guilty to this sweetheart deal where he gets a slap on the wrist and no jail time. The judge then says, well, hold on there a minute. This doesn't include any FARA violations, any potential FARA, this, this plea agreement, just tax evasion, right? So are you, you going to charge him later on? The prosecution says we could. Biden's lawyers are like, hey, no way, no way. The judge then's like, what's going on? Looks at the deals off. They have to go. Uh, uh, there's a recess. They negotiate. It looks like the deal might be back on. Now the deal's on hold. Here's what people are speculating. It seems that Hunter Biden's lawyers went to these, these prosecutors and the deal was they will not prosecute Hunter on anything if he just accepts these little charges and a slap on the wrist. It only says on paper these charges, but trust us, we're not going to come after you for anything else. But the judge asked the question, if the judge just rubber stamped it, it'd be done. And their backroom deal is done. But the judge was like, what about Farah? Well, the prosecution can't lie. It's a question of fact. Can you charge him? Well, we can. They get mad saying, you're, you're double crossing us. That's what it seems like. It seems like some shady backroom dealing to throw some red meat at the press and create a scenario where the media will say, Hunter Biden pleads guilty. Look, 
The DOJ is not biased. They went for the president's own son. What do you mean they're going after Trump for political reasons? They went after the president's son. It's totally non-biased. But that backroom deal was no good when the judge spotted it. What are the FARA violations? What's FARA? For, uh, uh, for, was it Foreign Agent Registration Act, something like that? That if you're uh, uh, acting on behalf of a foreign government, you have to register. Oh. And Hunter Biden was with Burisma and probably a bunch of other countries, and he did not. Well, that's that's odd. You think you? I mean, personally, if the judge I don't know. didn't know this, and the judge, if they got any other judge, and that judge was like, looks in order to me, I guess. Bang, done. Wasn't Hunter Biden's computer full of pornography? Well, yeah, of him. No. Yeah, it's, so it's just the whole thing is is obviously very very sad, but it also just shows the state of the culture, right? That you know the president, even the first family, right? The son is involved in all these things and. I think it's one thing to talk about tax evasion. It sounds like it happened and he's pleading guilty. But all of these other things, you know, in a, think about it. We don't, I think as a society, we're not hard on porn. We think porn's fine. Everyone, we say everyone, most people use it. It's not a big deal. It's legal. And so, you know, Hunter Biden can do all this stuff and it's crazy. And then, oh, but he did tax evasion. So that's the bad thing that he did. This is crazy. Let me, let me, let me, let me read this. And all the stuff about Nor prostitutes and strippers. And it's just, it's Nor all... All dark stuff. Noreka warned lawyers the deal was unprecedented and possibly unconstitutional and could prevent prosecutors from going after Biden for other crimes in the future. She insisted she was acting in Hunter's interest by making sure he knew exactly how much protection he would or would not get under the deal. But she also unloaded on it, sometimes in personal terms about the position it put her in as an arbiter. You keep telling me that I have no role. I shouldn't even be reading this thing, she vented. Her admonitions forced a tense negotiation after the judge left her courtroom. Teams of lawyers faced off in talks for an hour into the hearing. They had to hash out among themselves what exactly they'd agreed to, then sell it to a judge who was increasingly skeptical. The end result ended in a politically perilous day, delay for Biden's campaign, set to be helmed from Wilmington and a state, blah, 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 blah. We get it. This is crazy that the judge was, was so shocked. The judge said the unprecedented nature of the agreement forced her to step in. But bizarrely, she also said she sympathized with Hunter. Mr. Biden, I know you want to get this over with. She told him at the end of the three-hour slugfest, which had the effect of pushing off Hunter's plea and extending his legal woes into late summer and the fall as his father gears up his presidential re-election campaign. So maybe Roseanne was right about those military tribunals, right? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, I mean, I, I, it still blows my mind that he's, got, he's gotten away with as much as he's gotten away with, that, that this is the, that he might be able to, still might be able to walk away from this with a, with a plea deal. It's, it's, I don't have a whole lot more to add other than it's just really a, a, a black pill it's in my opinion yeah it's the most uh, emperor has no clothes <clears throat> thing and, and that what that metaphor is is like everyone can see that the emperor's not wearing anything but ever but the emperor's telling people oh i'm wearing a robe so everyone's like yeah he's wearing a robe but they all know he's not and then it's a little kid that's like he's not wearing any clothes so like we all know hunter biden did this stuff the evidence is there i mean i, I maybe we should say i don't know but it is very apparent there's a lot of evidence and uh, for Joe Biden just to pre be pretending that it's that it's like not a big deal is the most insane abuse of power, legal authority and executive uh, authority in this country I've ever seen in my lifetime. I mean, I've saw, I saw George Bush take the world to war because of weapons of mass destruction that didn't exist. This is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen a president do. This is r robbing our culture of the truth. It's it is not healthy. We need to change this. War is pretty bad. Um, yeah, yeah, but it's been happening my whole life. This is like that's, that, brainwashing people to be evil. That doesn't make war less bad, but I get what you're saying. But. This is like it's like so in plain sight, which makes it in, in my 
opinion more disgusting it's like little kids are like it's okay to lie well Joe? it's, it's look, interesting because i think you know the president is such i the liar word is a good one for him because he professes this faith so you know i'm catholic as many people know you know i became catholic in college and joe biden says like he's catholic like he ran kind of on i'm the catholic grandpa i'm this good man i'm the uniter i'm this you know man of integrity and you know separate from this whole scandal right he is the most pro-abortion president, the most pro-sexual deviancy pre president in probably our history. Maybe Obama was up there on abortion, but he is, he's been more pro-abortion than even Obama. So the White House is a disgrace today. I, I gotta it say, is an absolute disgrace. And you saw like the topless um, yeah, I, you know, uh, you know, oh, yeah. woman or man who was dressing as a woman and had you know, fake breasts and was topless. People. There were three that were topless. I mean, what a shame that this but, uh, has become our White House and yeah. our leadership, pro-abortion, pro-sexual <clears throat> deviancy, pro-chaos and unreality. You know, a man is a woman, a woman is a man. And I got to say, pro this. it's Ian, a shame. It's a he shame. He said this is like the worst thing he's done, but he also sniffs kids and like inappropriately touches them it, and things like that. It's, it, it that is be, very weird too. It might I be mean, the, time it's, it's the, odd. the time and the place because we need, I feel like the, the earth is in the most desperate situation it's ever been in in my lifetime right now and we need real like straightforward leadership. So it's like coupled with that. It's Trump. like what he did. Yeah, it's, it's not that bad. He just lied about his son being an abusive pornography guy or whatever, but like, or, or a lot, he had his son do billion dollar deals it's like okay it's not as bad as murdering a hundred thousand people or murdering a million babies allowing a million babies a year to be murdered but we need it's like horrible. george bush had the leeway to take us to war in 2003 we don't have the leeway to mess around right now this is like get your shit together or we're done i think what, what he just you, needs to be voted out asap i mean you, there's no there's no i pray for the president actually i pray for i believe conversions are possible but it is it is we are in a severe crisis because of this not just because yes. of this White House. Obviously, it's lending to the problem. There's just systemic rot right now across what, the country. I don't know if, if you were going to ask this, Phil, but what will happen is if we don't seize moral authority on Earth, it'll become the economic forum and the Chinese Communist Party will seize moral but authority. But where do we ground our moral authority, right? And that goes back to the stuff that you know we were talking about earlier. But if we don't get first things right, first human rights are protected for the most vulnerable members of a society. If we can't treat the most vulnerable correctly, and if we can't shape, you know, men are off with hookers and pornography and women are on OnlyFans. I mean, all of this cultural chaos that we're env enveloped in, where are we going to have the moral authority to go say, we're better than China, we're going to go to war with China. We need to fix the rot in our yeah. country and in our culture. I feel like if Ian was dictator of the earth, it would be the most brutal <laughs> totalitarian regime ever experienced. It would man. be it would be one hell of a ride, well, man. Force DMT. There's no way. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, there's, See, there's I, no way, I don't think there's any way to dictate earth. That's the most insane thing. Not, I, mean, what you're I saying, think I just, Ian has you, a lot of good intentions. It's just, we've got to, we got to form the conscience like, here. I don't form, our, form our morality. I don't think porn, well, first I think porn means a lot of things. There's really horrible sex going on on the internet on YouPorn and, and things. Mm -hmm. But then there's also really loving sex happening on YouPorn. Like you see the occasional video of two people that really like each other. Mm -hmm. And like, is that a thing, YouPorn? Yeah, it's YouPorn.com. You know, it's a, oh, it's really? a porn site. Yeah, oh, X-Tube. There's but if it's, if it's beautiful, if it's beautiful loving sex between two people and it's truly loving, then it should be for just them in the context of marriage. And it's gonna potentially bring life into the world because sex is designed to do that. And so they need to be prepared to raise those children and they shouldn't be selling it for people to watch on the internet. Well, I've if it's learned, really loving sex. I've learned how to have sex from certain videos. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like different positions, different yeah. different um, rhythms, like and and that's like was he help helpful for me in the long run. So if 
So I don't think it's all evil and like we should just never watch ever sex. I don't, personally. Well, I think it, it, there, uh, that's an interesting question because I think if, for example, I think if you're in a, a, a marriage and you are wanting to love your spouse better, I think it's absolutely appropriate to learn more about sex so that you can learn how to have the best sex with your spouse. And the best way to do that is with your spouse, right? That's what I think. Um, not by watching other people have sex. Well, that, I mean, if you, sometimes if people are in an insulated environment, they just repeat the same thing over and over and over again. They, that's all they know because they don't know there's other methodologies. The problem with watching people have sex is typically people do that so that they can have sexual gratification from that. Yeah, It's, if, not, it's not like a class. It's, I, I agree with that because if you- It's for orgasm. It's pornography if, for orgasm typically. If you let your mind think of the person on the video, that's like demoralizing. But if you watch mm -hmm. the porn and then think about your girlfriend, that's like a healthy, I fa it mm -hmm. feels a lot healthier. And I use the technique on the girlfriend. Well, I would say that sex is for two people who have committed each other to each other for life and that they're in that commitment, they're willing to bring children into the world because sex brings life. Even when you use contraception, it fails. 50% of the people who have abortions were using contraception. So contraception is not some fail safe. It, it fails. You know, it's not, it doesn't always work. And so marriage is the beautiful solution to all of this. And in a marriage, I think you can definitely, you know, maybe... Uh, study about how do we have sex with each other better, but I don't think pornography has any role in that. I've heard people say, well, we watch porn as a couple in order to have a stronger and more loving relationship, and I don't think that really works in the real world. One of the top reasons for divorce is pornography. I wonder if That's the like, end the result... the second top reason listed for why people divorce is the... pornography. At the end of the day, you're sexually visualizing someone who's not your spouse. I wonder and you if should the reserve that for just your spouse because that's your one flesh is... you've committed to. Just like the left upload their brains to computers and then humans, the conservative humans just stay and have families and live normal <laughs> traditional human lives. Do you think, I, oh, what do you say, Phil? Well, I mean, to Tim's point, I've, I've mm -hmm. mentioned before, I think at some point there's going to be like actual protection for people that are not augmented. Like the way that we have carved out space for the Amish in, in, the United States, how they don't have to follow the same laws that everyone else does. There will be people that are going to say, I'm not going to get any kind of augmentation or whatever. And there's going to be people that are going to be augmented that are going to have to protect them from other people that are augmented, like real sci-fi kind of shit. And they're like, well, here, but here's the thing. I, I mean, the whole thing about, well, the traditional people will go to the traditional things and then everyone else will go crazy. I think all people we have the same human nature, and so we have a lot of shared struggles, right? And then bad ideology can make us do bad behaviors that ultimately can warp our natures. But I think all people are called to the same goodness. And so I would say liberals on the left should get married too. They should have children too. They should be faithful too. They should be against pornography and abortion and all these things too. And I think some are. I mean, I know, for example, I know some more um, progressives entering the pro-life movement and a lot of them doing amazing work in the pro-life movement. And many of them are, as they're learning about sex and life and bioethics, many of them are becoming not just pro-life, but they're becoming, okay, I'm pro-marriage, I'm pro these more traditional values, but I can still maybe have more left-leaning beliefs on maybe immigration or these other topics, but they're very passionate about marriage now as well as life and as, you know, what are seen as the more, tra more traditional values. So I think the traditional values are not just for conservatives. If they're, if it's true, if it's morality, it should be for everybody. Like, I, I do think men and women are, are different. Testosterone, I've noticed, I just started working out like a, a week, two weeks ago, and my testosterone's been out of control. Like, my, my sex drive's been like a rocket. And I, 
important so, information. Yeah, uh, thank you, Tim. And uh, I think if there's like <laughs> absence, the conversation like, tonight, especially considering our guest, yeah, is the, killing me. I'm sitting here dying. Especially You're talking t- about babies. It's our thing. I know, I so, know. But Ian okay. talking about fairly intimate details about his to the top uh, history yes. and stuff. Oh, continue. But it feels like absence. I'm loving it. Like, um, if you were to say, like, I don't know, are you s- suggesting, like, delete all the porn sites, prevent anyone from being able to see it ever kind of Yes, thing? I think we should ban pornography. And I also think that we should, as a society, move towards and we should set up, say, hey, monogamy is awesome. We should celebrate monogamy, marriage. And we also, I think, should encourage people to not be sexually active until they're married. The, but never- the, one of the things that I, I hear you talking about encouraging, but I feel feel like you want to get rid of things so you're talking about legislation well definitely porn and abortion so yes. legislation see that that's where i have especially a abortion i mean I, that- I, I i i definitely get your point yeah. on abortion i've i've been feeling it all night so and 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 because fair they're enough. human because it, they're if, if we believe they're human beings or agree that they're human beings and we this is the pro-life case just boiled down it is always wrong to intentionally kill an innocent human most people agree with that. Unless we're at war. Abortion, well, in that case, it's not still innocent. wrong because under just war theory, you're not supposed to target civilians, right? Sometimes they die accidentally, but you can't intentionally target the civilian, right? And enemy commands so, are not innocent. Are not innocent. Yeah, but when exactly. you firebombed so, Dresden because they well, were running product through the city. You not know, innocent. There can be war crimes. Not there can innocent. be war crimes. So that, But that, the idea of a crime within war means it's always wrong to intentionally kill an innocent person, an innocent human, abortion intentionally kills an innocent human therefore abortion is always wrong and that means not only should we not have abortions but we should ban abortions because these are human beings that deserve equal protection under the law the 14th amendment says that we have equal protection we should have equal protection under the law all persons and 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 no state has the right to deprive life of any person without due process and the only there's no due process for the unborn child right now the pro-abortion crowd has is just to say that babies aren't alive Right, which is no. I mean, deep down, I think most people know that's completely. I think Vosh said on this show, I asked if it him, wasn't alive, the child wasn't I, alive. You wouldn't need to kill them. I asked him when does he think life begins, and he said sometime after birth, a few months after birth, something like that. I think he said. Yeah, the no. kid, that's the that's the exact same argument that uh, mm-hmm. the people that would would argue for post birth abortions make. They These are the kind of people that like torture squirrels. I would. And stuff. I would. Like, argue, it's not alive. I can't think. I would argue for when it becomes a human, not necessarily. I do believe it's living tissue, and then it becomes a human over time. But but I want to get back to porn. You you want to say <laughs> every day. They, um, if we banned it, it feels like this forced abstinence mentality that I've been told my whole life doesn't work. Like if you tell a kid don't have sex, they just go off and get pregnant when they're fifteen because they don't have any sexual education. Sure. And, and sort of prevent it. Oh, anyway, you know what I'm saying. Well, there, there's a multi-billion-dollar pornography industry, right? And so we can penalize that to say no, you can't be because there's a lot of sex trafficking that happens in it. A lot of children that are, I mean, the harms associated with the creation of porn are so numerous. Children caught up in it. I mean. Child pornography, a child assault material has been proliferating once, online. Once right? you start talking so, about, once you start talking about like child pornography, now you're talking about a different topic because mm-hmm. I understand that there are correlations and there there are links, but the the topic that that we're discussing, if we're talking about adult entertainment, that's adult stuff because there's no one at this table is is in any way gonna gonna be pro child uh, uh, you know child rape or anything which is all it is so the 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 associations with adult movies and then with with child rape i i think they're they're far enough different where we can at least say hey 
the adult industry doesn't lead to child rape. Child let's, rape happens in the Let's, let's, let's jump to the story. But the reality is with the prolifer- proliferation of pornography in general, it creates sexual appetites and addictions that need to be continually stimulated with going down this rabbit hole of more and more violent or rape-centered pornography. That's the same or let's, 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 that let's against move on. children. So it's all interconnected, okay. unfortunately, because it's all, I think, ultimately abusive. This next so story we have is also this, uh, interconnected. We have a story from TimCast.com. Kevin Spacey acquitted of sexual assault charges in London. There's a lot for a lot for me to process after what has just happened today. Spacey said he was found not guilty of the nine sexual assault charges filed against him in the United Kingdom. And the interesting thing I'm seeing from this story is that there are a lot of people I'm seeing it split online. They're saying we know he's guilty anyway. And there are other people saying this proves the Me Too moral panic was complete BS. So what do you think? Is Kevin Spacey guilty no matter what, even if the court found him not guilty? Because... I think there was one report that he was on. He, he was witnessed being like on, on one of the planes with Epstein or something like that. Or was he falsely accused because of Me Too woke uh, victim culture? My first thought is that he's innocent until he's proven guilty. And if he wasn't proven guilty, he's innocent. That's just the way our legal system works. Apparently, this was in the UK. It doesn't work like that in the UK. I don't know. I don't know enough about the um, about the accusations against him. So it's kind of hard to say. He grabbed um, a bunch of dudes junk. I mean, that's, that's horrible. If that's if Do that is true, do. should not have happened, and it's wrong. So I, I think it's hard. It's hard to kind of. Spe- I I wouldn't speculate myself just because I don't. I didn't. I haven't studied the allegations against him. I do think that just because something doesn't turn up a a guilty verdict in a court of law doesn't mean the person's automatically innocent. Of course, they're innocent in terms of the law, but that doesn't mean in society that's a good person to hang out with necessarily. So I yeah. think it depends on what were the allegations, and I'd have to study them to it, make any kind of opinion that's a good point i'm not saying he didn't do it mm-hmm. it's different he's just legally innocent right of course and that's and why I the think, court of uh, court the court of law matters a lot i think some of the people who accused him died right mm-hmm. i've heard that something like that i that? do think this is part you know back to what you were saying you know i think you were kind of speaking to um maybe a concern about authoritarianism was that well, where you're I, well, I'm, that? I'm very very anti-government so. i i see and i think there's a lot of wisdom to being wary of a government getting too big and too powerful. So I think there's a lot of wisdom to that. But I'm speaking more when I talk about, you know, sexual ethics, less about the government imposing exactly whether or not you make sexual mistakes. I don't think that's even possible, right? It's one thing to ban pornographers from selling porn. It's another thing to, you know, have a camera in every house to see, are you looking at porn? That I would never say is the right thing to do. That's a abuse in and of itself. But I think the question that I'm more speaking to is what's the right way for us to behave in a society? What's healthiest? What's best? What's the moral path? And, you know, the whole Kevin, this whole Kevin Spacey story, unfortunately, whether or not he is the abuser, you know, it's inconclusive. It seems from just this headline. We don't know. I mean, the court found him you know, not guilty. I haven't studied his well, case. That's what I'm saying. He's innocent in this case, obviously, with the court. But there is a, I would just say, all around society, there is chaos in male-female relationships. I think we all agree with that. People are, and there was a Pew research that came out saying that the large majority of people are unhappy with dating. Most think dating is worse today than it's ever been. Um, You know, people, you know, a lot of women feel objectified and then they're objectifying themselves and only fans. A lot of men feel like there's no women to date that are good anymore. So 
there's total chaos. And I would argue that's because we've forgotten first principles about the moral way to treat each other, that sex belongs within marriage, that sex can bring life into the world. So you should be prepared for that and take responsibility for that. When we forget these first principles, then we open the door to all this chaos. And I think we're living the fruit of the sexual revolution, which basically uprooted all sexual mores and said, as long as there's consent, you're good to go, whatever. And I think that's brought a lot of unhappiness and brokenness today. I think that so, there's a lot of a, a lot of truth to the to your point there. Uh, the the role the gender roles the fact that men and women don't have uh, the clear distinction as to what is a man's role and what is a woman's role in relationships nowadays I think is is something that you're seeing the effects like you said you're seeing the effects in society I think you got you got a so, lot and social we'd, we'd, uh, socialization was a huge element of marriage as well for women who were mostly hanging out with other women, they want to have a husband they can brag about to their friends. Mm -hmm. And they also want a good husband. And men not only want a good wife, but they want someone that they can be proud of. And both the man and the woman are like, I feel really good when people see who I'm with. Well, marriage is such a beautiful institution. And as a Catholic, it's a sacrament. You know, it's such a beautiful thing because it not only can bring new life into the world, and I think that is the primary purpose of marriage is the ability to bring life. And some people maybe are infertile, but most people, they get that beautiful opportunity. But it also brings harmony between the sexes where we're working in this beautiful way in harmony together. And we're lo we've lost harmony in a lot of ways in our culture. Like psychically deadened to the harmony of nature. Yeah, I don't know why. I think it's dietary, personally. Could be a lot of stuff. Social media is messing people up, staring at computer screens for more than two hours a day. Like, I think if there's one thing that you could do to change that, I think getting rid of no-fault divorce would have a massive, agreed. massive impact on uh, on American society. I think that, like, the Knowles, I think it was Michael Knowles that said, like, if like the way that him, him and his wife were saying there will never be a divorce because if there is a divorce whoever proposes the divorce gives up everything or something like that if the oh, that's if, a good idea yeah whoever proposes the divorce should be saying look i'm giving i'll give up everything not like that's, i want a divorce and i'm getting half of the that's the prenup it just says anybody who proposes a divorce set, uh, removes all rights to any claims and any property and et cetera, et cetera. unless i mean that like might be good abuse or like you know, infidelity or something. So one of the old rules of that you could get a divorce, like I just, I just think abolish no fault, no fault divorce. Yeah. I think that I, I think that getting rid of no fault divorce would be because it would be a good thing because nowadays people do look at, at marriage like I'm extra serious. Yeah. But, or because I think there are a lot, I think that men might think like that. I don't think women think of things like that. I think that they want to say they want, they like the I'm married kind of like mystique that goes with it more than men would. But at the same, at the same time, there are plenty of people that would get married just for a tax credit. After last year, after Roe v. Wade was overturned, there was all of these articles and we just did a, actually a satirical video at live action about these articles, but they were from like Vox and these different news companies about all these people who said, my sex life is going to change forever because Roe was overturned. Now I'm going to have to be really careful about who I have wasn't sex it, with. Wasn't it really <laughs> funny how the it the, was so it just the leftist women were like, we're going to boycott sex, right? And then conservatives were like, no, wait, don't. I mean, but or right, but Christian it just shows. Mostly. Like, I mean, first of all, it is a fact that abortion is backup contraception, and even the people who claim contraception stops abortions, they know that and they're lying. That's contraception the only increases the abortion rate ultimately because it gives people this false sense of security that, oh, I'm gonna have sex, um, you know, I'm not ready for being a parent, I'm not even married, I'm gonna have sex, oops, 
I get pregnant. Okay, well, abortion's my backup contraception. That's the way it's operating. That's why we have 2,500 abortions a day in this country. I would say more important even than, you know, your, your case for abolishing no-fault divorce, if we abolished abortion, which is killing people, then it would change sexual ethics. It already is changing sexual ethics in places where even from the people who say, yeah, it's changing my sexual behavior, places where abortion is illegal. My concern though is that people do it in back alleys with the most gruesome methodologies if we don't change the culture's mentality before we legislate that they can't do it anymore. We've got to do both because the law is the teacher. So, you know, a lot of women um, and a lot of men who are pressuring for abortions, if abortion's not readily accessible, they, they, many of them don't have abortion. So the law does influence your behavior. We know that with seatbelts, you know, when there's a lot of wear a seatbelt, you wear the seatbelt. Back in the 80s, no one, I think, wore seatbelts because there was no law. So the law the makes- wrong. I'm the from law. New, I, listen, I, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm from New Hampshire and we don't have seatbelt laws up there, but I wear my seatbelt. <laughs> We're in Virginia, yeah. guys. Seatbelt laws are wrong. Safety first. Yeah, yeah. Well, but, but, lo- but bottom line is the law does matter, but I agree with you. I think you're making a good point that the culture matters a ton too. And that's where, you know, talking about this stuff is so important and having open conversations. Because I think a lot of people, I think ultimately we want love you know, like sex at the end, yes, you know, there's sexual gratification, but most people today, I think deep down, people in general, they want love. They want a loving relationship, you know, that girl of your dreams, that man of your dreams. They're not just looking for an orgasm, they're looking at the end of the day for love and people who just hook up ultimately feel empty in the end. So talking about how do we actually achieve that? Well, if you start putting sex back into marriage and getting to know each other before sleeping together, like really get to know each other, really understand is this someone I share values with, what I want to raise a family with, you know, that would do so much to improve relationships. But how, what do you think about no fault divorce? Are you, would you be open to getting rid of it? You know what? I'm torn because first of all, I I would have to study a lot more what the, you know, what the nuances might be, because I do think we have an epidemic of abuse today. We do have a ton of abuse. But that's not nothing to do with no-fault divorce. If, if, well, if I, someone's I agree, abusing not, their spouse, they can get a divorce. I, I agree. It's not caused by no-fault divorce. I agree with that. No, no, no. no. But what I'm, abuse but, is fault, meaning I if you abolish no-fault divorce and abuse occurs, you get a divorce. That It's true in theory, right? But in practice, it's very tricky. Because in practice, proving abuse when it's he said, she said in a court of law can be very difficult. So I'm not saying we shouldn't get rid of no-fault divorce. I'm very much... Uh, open to that because I do think we have a divorce problem and we're just divorcing for stupid reasons. And I think that's bad. I think we're, we're just, I want to follow my, my dreams. We weren't compatible anymore. And then there's these beautiful children who are left in the chaos of that. And then we so pretend- So long as no fault pretend, divorce yeah. exists, there's no marriage. That's kind of how I that's felt. Mm-hmm. Like I got burned there, 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 in my twenties. There's then, no commitment. Yeah. So yep. that was part. If at any point you can just sign a paper and it ceases to exist. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree that it's way too easy get, to get in a divorce. I agree with that. So I think there's maybe varying degrees of what you mean by abolishing no-fault divorce, but I agree that it's too easy to divorce and too many people do it too quickly. Don't get Absolutely. married. That's, that, that, that's, it's, it's that simple. Well, even marriage. more importantly than even more importantly than don't get married if you're just going to quit on the marriage, because I think that's absolutely right. I think we also should be saying, and this is very controversial because this is not the way people think today, don't have sex if you're not married. And people, when I, you know, a lot of people are like, well, that I've... You know, I remember telling, I think it was... T- I don't think you're going to win that one. Because people will get married just to have sex. That's not a good thing either. Well, I... That, that I, too. I, I but think, I think you're you're going to find... The, the people are going to bang. You can't stop them. I mean, people are always going to do a lot of things, right? Yeah. And people but I think horny. But I think it's more... I do think it's possible to have self-control. I think it is. I think it's possible to have a sexual attraction for someone and not 
hook up with them. 100%. But 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 that's that's you, right? Like the reason these things exist is because humans do these things. That's it. If it were as simple to say like people should have self control, these things wouldn't exist. They'd have self control, but they don't want to. They they they. The, that, that's why I brought up the point about liberals ultimately just downloading their brain, their brains into computers because they're chasing carnal pleasure. They don't care about anything else. They don't care for the future. They care about short-term gratification. That's it. I do think you can work on your behavior. So I know but a no, guy but, as no, an but example. Need, but, they're they're not going to. Hold on. I, I know a there guy. There has for example. to be desire. I know a guy. That's like it's like if, yeah. so. Like I'm 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 a uh, an alcoholic. I don't drink anymore. But like you 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 can't get someone that's doing something, whether it's detrimental to themselves or not. You can't get them to do to change behavior unless they want to. So mm-hmm. like the the fundamental thing that you're talking about of oh we need to get people to change their behavior. I get it, but you're dealing with people that have a totally different philosophical point of view from you, and and don't even start with there are people like the, this is something that I've I've had to come to terms with in the past five or ten years or so. But there are people out there that whose starting principles are so different they don't even believe that you can engage in a conversation honestly with another person. They believe it's all power games. So the idea that you can get people, hey, you know, you just shouldn't have sex when you're talking to people that are atheists or people that are that are agnostic and stuff. I don't think that that's an actual it's like speaking gibberish. So, yeah, it's 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 starting from a place. It's an I think well, it's a non-starter, I guess. Is so I talk I, I talk to a lot of young people, Gen Zers, who feel and millennials, you know, over the years back when they were younger, but who feel like if they didn't have sex, they were the weirdo. That if they were the virgin, they were the weirdo. It's like the you know the forty-year-old virgin movie, you know, like the weirdo, Great right? Movie. The weirdo. But I think that's the problem, right? So it's one thing where people make their own decisions no. at the end, right? We can't control what people do. I agree with you one hundred percent. But I do think we can change the narrative on this. I don't stuff. think that it's peer pressure. I think that it comes from inside of people. Like well, I think the, the the urges that we have, the urge to eat, isn't because homie told you that steak's real good over and over and over. It's because you have <laughs> an urge to eat. That, and, that, and actually, and pre- I did not eat until my friend was like, "Have you tried?" It? And I was yeah. like, you know? "I'll but, give it a shot." But, 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 the, the, yeah. the, so that's, yeah. and that's one of the I'm urges. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But if there's a lot of societal forces, like you know, we all love ice cream. At least I'm gonna guess you all like. I love ice, ice cream. I haven't eaten in a long right? time. Okay, ice cream well you, ha- but that's it. You haven't eaten in a long time because you have these ideals and these this view now that maybe if I eat too much ice cream, it will make me sick, right? And so I think, and you know what's good for my body, right? What What is the right thing to do for my body? So similarly, I would argue we're not talking enough about the harm of sex before outside of marriage. We're just saying, well, everyone's going to do it anyways. Give them a condom and it's great. That's not the right approach. The right approach instead to say, you have we, ha- we can practice discipline. We can practice self-control. People are happier and they stay together longer when they don't have sex before marriage and don't shack up before marriage. The, the social data proves that. But is it only, so we should be talking they, about they, that. Could it be they they have commercials for medication and it's this big fat guy mm-hmm. and he eats a big old greasy pepperoni pizza and then goes, <laughs> oh, and it's like, want to eat the food you love? And then he pops a pill and he smiles and eats the pizza again. And I'm like, stop, you're kidding. I agree. This stop. is America <laughs> and we have a cultural sickness. Mm-hmm. I said earlier, our culture is dead. I agree with you Instant on- Instant gratification and meaninglessness. I, we, we, Not we, good. But, you know, I, I do think there's a political conundrum in a group of people desperate to sterilize and, and remove themselves from the gene pool who are also eating garbage, celebrating having morbid, uh, 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 I'm sorry, morbid obesity. And then you have- Conservatives desperately trying to keep them voting. Yeah. 
And so like th- that's never going to resolve itself. If, if what I'm saying about, you know, sex and it being designed for within marriage, because sex bonds you dramatically to another person and it can create new life, which are two things for marriage, lifelong love and responsibility and then children, right? <clears throat> that family project together. And so, yeah, of, of course, if someone disagrees, and is like, oh, I disagree with this girl. I'm not going to do that. They're free to do what they want to do in the end. Right. But what I'm trying to say is, why don't we have more conversations about the beauty of what we're aiming for? Like that beautiful image of the couple that's married 50 years and they're holding hands on the park bench, right? And they were their first love or, you know, they were virgins when they got married and they committed to that. I mean, it takes a commitment. Culture. I'm not saying it's easy. Exactly. But it's culture. My question- and so we can do our part in creating culture and not saying like people are doomed to just hook up and sleep together and be promiscuous. No one's doomed to promiscuity. No one's doomed what to I'm that. We gotta go to Super Chats. Let's, uh, what, you said that people that don't, and we will go to Super Chats really fast, uh, that uh, people that are, don't have sex before marriage tend to be happier and have a longer relationship. But is it possible that happier people don't have sex before marriage? It's an interesting, meaning they, they have other values that they are cherishing and learning about each other intellectually, spiritually, et cetera. Is that kind of what you're saying? I, I no, definitely I think, could I, be. I think those studies measure relative happiness from point A to point B. So that is from the point of marriage 10 years later, how would you rate your happiness here? How would you rate your happiness here? Because happiness is always relative. We know there's, there's uh, less. We know there, there's less STIs, unplanned pregnancy, and we know there's less and divorce with less sexual partners. There are they they uh, one of my favorite studies. They found that a paraplegic one year after their accident and a lottery win- winner one year after winning ra- rate the same levels of happiness. Oh my gosh! So it's 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 all relative to 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 where you are in life. You know, I've been to some slums in foreign countries. These people are are as happy as happy as happy can be with their family. So. When you look at that and you look at the data, people who are, they've, they've had no other sexual partners before marriage say, I'm very happy. 10 years later, I'm very happy. People who had multiple partners say, I'm very happy. I'm completely unhappy. We got divorced. But it's not just uh, feeling whether or reporting happiness. It's also behavior. And it is a fact that people who cohabitate before marriage are more likely to divorce than people who don't. We're going to go to Super Chats, but one final most thought people don't is know that. They cohabitation think they... is illegal in West Virginia. <laughs> Interesting. But most people are told cohabitate is good because it'll help you get to know each other and try it on before you marry to avoid divorce. That's the cultural narrative today, and that's actually not true. It's better to not cohabitate and ha- practice a sexual morality to each other to really get to know each other on a spiritual and intellectual level, get to understand each other's families, backgrounds, and then, hey, is this a life project partner that I'm going to commit to for life to raise a family with? Yes. Okay, now I'm going to marry and p- pledge myself to you publicly. Now we'll share each other's bodies. We're going to go to Super Chats. That's a beautiful idea. So if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe (laughs) to this channel, share the show with your friends, and become a member by going to TimCast.com and clicking Join Us. And we're going to have a members-only show over at TimCast.com at about 10 p.m., where you as members can actually call into the show. If you sign up for at least 25 bucks a month or you've been a member for at least six months, you can submit questions and even call into the show. All right, I'm not your buddy guy says, I think this aliens nonsense is twofold. A, to prevent war with China. Hey, we got a cool space tech. And B, to distract from how horrible the state is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. A military flex. All right, what do we got? Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, did you see the viral video of our bestie turtle man Mitch McConnell glitching out? Hmm. Him, Biden, Feinstein, Fetterman, and many more. We are a broken nation. Trump needs to be our last 70 plus leader. Sounds like you were sitting on the show with us tonight. Well, this was at 8 o'clock. That's why yeah, you were reading our minds, man, before we even <laughs> yep. got into it. <clears throat> what is this? Uh, Kretik says, Whitmer signed into law to ban conversion therapy today. Would love a discussion on this. Thank you for your work. Uh, it's Which really, it's really, therapy? it's uh, for uh, LGBTQ youth. It's really weird that a, uh, uh, a program that you choose to do 
is banned. Right. They're, they're not mercilessly beating children over here. In the state of California, if you counsel someone with unwanted same-sex attraction and they're a youth and you're counseling them to deal with their unwanted same-sex attraction, you can get in trouble with the law. That's how far gone we are because of the mythology around conversion therapies that are so evil. Yes, have there been some evil conversion therapies? Yes, but most counselors who are, I think, seeing this the correct way understand that same-sex attraction a lot of it is connected to traumas, issues in your past, how you developed your relationship with your mother, your father, and those things need to be explored, especially when that person is saying, what is this with me? I, I don't understand the, the way that I am. And the fact that we don't even have those conversations, we're not even allowed to have those conversations, I think is horrible. It's it's so, I was just interviewing a, a woman who was living in a lesbian relationship, like a, I think she was married or she was in a, in a long-term relationship, and she ended up rejecting that because she said, that was what I was told was going to make me happy in the end. But at the end of the day, she said, my identity is in God. You know, she's a Christian. But it also is realizing that I'm not designed to have sex with a woman. That's not my identity. That's not what I'm designed for. So I think we need to hear more of those voices. But again, that's like faux pas today. You're not allowed to talk about that. And I think that's a problem. And it, it hurts a lot of people. Vosh1985 sa uh, Vosh says, Tim, please help. Ohio Dems are trying to get no limit abortion in the state constitution. August 8th, we are having a special election to change the bar to pass amendments from 51 to 60 vote yes on issue one on the eighth if you're in ohio well all right i mean there's a lot of ballot initiatives being pushed by the pro-abortion side to permit abortion through all nine months for any reason it just happened in california we passed proposition one horrible in it's colorado horrible. so we've got to fight we definitely got to fight o that. oklahoma check bandit. out liveaction.org and we'll help equip you for the fight oklahoma bandit and colorado has it unlimited which means these two states, which share a border, are going to be a potential hot seat for serious conflict. Mm. A woman in Oklahoma will flee to Colorado. The father is going to say, hey, she's fleeing the state to commit a crime. The state's going to have no authority to go to the other state. Federal government won't intervene. And uh, I think... Or will intervene. Who knows? Jeez. Yeah. Or, or the guy will get a posse. Because the federal government... Yeah, exactly. If federal government doesn't intervene in that situation for, for to stop it or to allow it, someone else is... It's like you can't... <sighs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when we don't protect constitutional rights for all and just some states are doing it and other states are allowed to encroach on them. I mean, the fact that in California, if you're conceived in California, you can be killed until, you know, weeks before, days before birth. There, have you, did you guys hear the story of the surrogate in California? I don't think so. Yeah, where the, the guys wanted the, sur the, the baby <laughs> terminated. But So two men who have no business trying to adopt or create a child. Two men got together, they hired a surrogate, they, they hired an egg donor, they created these babies in, in vitro uh, through IVF, and then they implanted this little beautiful baby boy in this woman, they you know got a surrogate, and she gets cancer, she gets breast cancer. And she is gonna need treatment, and the baby is about 24, 25 weeks old, so old enough to survive, you can survive as young as 21, 21 uh, weeks, six days, five days, I think is the earliest surviving little boy, little girl. And what did the dads say? The dads, they're not even dads. These men who purchased this life now, destroy it. And she said, well, let me, let me give birth to it and let it, let it be adopted. I'll adopt him, this little boy. We don't want our DNA out there, one of the dudes. And so what happened? They delivered this beautiful little boy at 25 weeks old and left him to die, ultimately. And this was all done legally in the state of California where abortion's legal through all nine months. Why did she let it happen? She shouldn't have. She's responsible too, in my opinion. I think surrogates, I think women who uh, give their bodies, you know, I, I can see the, 
some good intentions in it for some people saying, I'm trying to help this family. I think it is all wrong and should all be stopped. And women shouldn't be have any part in selling their wombs. And then you open the door to these horrible human rights abuses, like this little, this little boy that was killed, brought into existence, and then killed. All right, let's read, let's read some more. Robert Romano says they need not be interstellar. They could be nearby. We're not alone. Or is it to convince Russia we have invul invulnerable alien tech, but it's fake? That's what I'm saying. They could be reptilians, you know? Like, this, <laughs> the ship could be from the center of the Earth oh. that came out of the hole in the North Pole. Mm -hmm. Especially now that the ice caps are melting, and the lizard people could be coming up, That's why. crashing a ship. <laughs> River of blood in Antarctica. My, one of my favorite conspiracy theories is that uh, in the age of dinosaurs, before the uh, meteor struck the Earth and wiped everything out, there was a species of dinosaur that was cave-dwelling. And, uh, you know, got their resources and food through cave moss or something like that. I don't think any of this made sense, but I was reading this. And it's really funny. And it's like they survived the, uh, uh, the, the meteor strike and then evolved super intelligence, but live underground. Mm. And then I love this, too, because it can, they connected it with the Denver airport. And they're like, the Denver airport has like eight sub levels, which <laughs> connects to a network of underground cities inhabited by dinosaur people. And I was like. Was that a TV show, like Land of the Lost or something, where they go into the ah. Earth and then they're in this alternate oh, reality or yeah, something? Yeah, dude. Yes. Journey to the Center of the Earth. It's an old Jules Verne book, which is a great book. It is a if great book. If you have book. not read it, I read love it. That it's, book. A it's a different it's story, but yeah. It is a different story, yeah. I never saw Land of the Lost. <laughs> and Denver Airport's a terrible airport. <laughs> yeah. It could be, uh, I was just there. International, uh, in, I'm sorry. Uh, sorry to all the Coloradans who that was what the I was Denver thinking. Airport. It could in, be within us, without us. It like, just takes forever. Like a vibration in space time that's being hyper concentrated by like spiritual force. That could be what's, what the aliens are. Ghostgate says aliens are Jesus and the angels. The Antichrist is AI, and they'll be appar apparent in early 2027. Jesus returns in mid-September. Yam tu uh, Teruah, 2030, if Jesus doesn't return to destroy the AI. The only, I think well, the only okay. way Christ will return is if it returns within you and all of us together at once. No, but I think, I think Christians believe that he's like actually coming back, right? Yeah, he is. Um, he is coming back. I think the alien stuff in some to some degree is a big distraction to the Frankenstein style experiments we're doing on human beings in laboratories, not just in places like China, but in the United States. They're probably putting them in craft. I mean, who knows if that what Bob Lazar saw was a, wasn't a chimera at the time. All I don't the experimentation know. we're doing on these little tiny babies we're bringing into existence <clears throat> just to experiment on them and kill them. It is sick, and I think no one's talking about it. There's very few headlines about it, right? It's not making your Twitter feed most would, of the time, but it's, it would is... You would you endorse rights. going to war with China to stop China from doing experiments like that? It's an interesting question. I don't because think China's so, no. gonna. I think that I think that the the moral um, problem of just going to war with the country and all of the the evils associated with war... You know, there's a lot of evils happening in a lot of countries, right? But we don't go invade them. And, well, some people say we do. We do that to some degree in some countries, right? Um, and there's a lot of debate about that. Is that right that we do that? But I would say, generally speaking, um, we should first fix our own house. And we're doing evil stuff in the United States. It's not just happening in China. You know, our abortion Ooh. rate is one of the highest in the world. 2,500 children are killed every day here. We're experimenting them in, on them in our labs, we're creating them like the little boy in California and then killing them at 25 weeks old, born alive, left to die because he did he wasn't wanted by his his dad. You know, the whole thing is, is sick. So I would say let's address that and then we can worry about China. Noah Sanders says, Tim, if you have too many chickens, you should hold a livestock auction for your elite members. 
get rid of chickens, make some money in content, and have a community building <laughs> event all in one. That's actually a really good idea. It's a we can, great episode of Cast. <laughs> exactly. If yeah. we can legally do it, we have like Ian is basically auctioning off the citizens. Of, How fast can you talk? I need Ian. a gavel. No, no, Ian no. Ian loves this. You just Ian, double the speed over Ian and over again. And a few of the of the crew will go into cast uh, go into Chicken City and negotiate with Roberto Jr. for the for sale of his prisoners. <laughs> and then he, you know, goes and sells them. You know Tim I mean? Cast negotiating with terrorists. Yeah. Ian's I, I like only have you so guys much have a, gold, a Roberto. Boatload of excess eggs upstairs. We or downstairs, like, yeah. wherever it was. Two or three what do you do with all of those eggs? Oh, I'm supposed to be eating eat six in the them. morning lately with this protein buff, but it's just a lot How of How many money. eggs do you eat a day? I don't eat that many. Okay. I Who mean, eats them? Because there's like, they were people, like, people are eating them. But like we have too 30, many. 30 cartons of eggs yeah. just sitting there. Yeah. And, and they, they're going to go bad if they don't get eaten. But they're good they, for a long they, time. They, they last a long A couple time. weeks to a month, maybe yeah. reasonably. Yeah. But, you if know. If you wash them, they go bad faster. Yeah, you don't wash them. But uh, uh, we make stuff. Maybe we'll just have a big frittata <laughs> thing on Friday <laughs> or something. Could. I don't know. That'd be good. No, we should do it tomorrow because Friday is sushi day. I like that it's a frittata and not an omelet. I like that. Oh, we're going to, or we could do like a quiche. Yeah. Why don't we do like a massive delicious, quiche. like hey. mushrooms in one area of the quiche, green pepper in another area, then you can have them like overlapping we can like just concentric make egg circles. We can, on the table, Tomato. we just make a big thing, a big mound of flour, and you make a hole, and we we put all the eggs in it, and then we, you know, make pasta. You had me till flour. That, that sounds good. <laughs> oh, no actually, I do need to eat more flour now, so yeah. that could be cool. <clears throat> I don't know if I need it, but it's good carbs. Yeah, but we got too many eggs. But uh, actually, it would be a good idea because um, we have too many chickens. We have too many. They make more of themselves. Listen, you know? what you could do is you could give the eggs away. We could. We, uh, we, we could ship the eggs to people who want to incubate them and then have their own chicken city strain. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we got a bunch of just random backyard chickens and they're all hooking up and, you know, mutating and stuff. Doing weird chicken things. <laughs> it's based. Yeah. Our Don't, frizzle, donate our frizzle an died. egg drive. You could donate them. A lot of people Let's, would love some farm fresh eggs. I think it would be cool Tim's if we did an auction. Chicken City. Yeah. We'll go somewhere and we'll just like set up a little stage hey, or whatever. I'm going to practice the fast talking. Hey, we're going to do 25 bucks. That would be the best. <laughs> okay, I'll do it. I would love to hear awesome. Ian doing the chicken <laughs> auction. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. We're working on the, uh, the Casper uh, commercials. I'm really excited for because Roberto Jr. is going to be in it. Who we is got, Roberto Jr.? He's the rooster. He's the oh, son of the original of rooster, I Roberto. Okay. He's the son of Roberto, obviously. Right. Yeah. So does, do, do the hens have names too or just yes. Roberto? Oh, they do. Okay. Yeah. Dorothy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, the, the original cool. ones, I know all their names, but then um, there's a whole bunch more that they all have, they all have names. But uh, Do you remember all of your chickens' names, Tim? I did not name them. <laughs> oh. I, I named the original seven. The original six, actually. They, actually, we, we, we do had- Do guests get to name a chicken? Uh, no, the idea. the Chicken City audience named them. Oh, okay. So they just <laughs> culturally decide, and there's a there's a wiki for it. There's a, a wiki, a Chicken City wiki, where people <laughs> will talk about the lore of the city and like uh, what what happened with Roberto. R Roberto uh, uh, was was sent to the penal colony at, at Cocktown for sexual assault, I think. Yeah, he ripped her back up pretty bad, man. Yeah, he was he was he was That's so he was so going the girls too hard, yeah. and so he got shipped away. He, and he then Roberto Jr. Roberto Jr. is super chill. He's very yeah, nice. I like him. So Roberto was, was from a farm, and so he doesn't like people. You know, he's okay, but he, he's kicked me a couple times. And Roberto Jr. was hatched right in front of me and my girlfriend, Allison. And so he's super chill and likes people. He's like, and you can walk up, he'll just look at you, and then he'll like, go about his business. Like, <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> yes, it is. He's right outside my Let's window. read yes, Super Chats. Yes, it is awesome. My, right. my pet chicken when I was a little girl died a very traumatic death so 
Oh. I have a soft spot for chickens. I love them. All right. Legama says, aliens are real. Biden's pyramid ship is on the way. When it arrives, he will convene a press conference. His eyes will shine bright and his voice will get demonic. His gibberish will turn out to be Goa'uld. He will shout Bada Kef- Kefkara in the camera and launch his death gliders at Mar-a-Lago. At Mar-a-Lago. It turns out all the things he was saying were actually secret codes being yeah. sent to the, the alien planet. The aliens are going to land. And he's going to look at them, and they're going to be like, they're going to say, Trina, not a shot of pressure, better calf care, next, now, rescent. And then he, we're going to be like, what, what, what? And then they're going to explain that. Your true form was showing near the, the end of your journey. Those are the three phrases that must be uttered to summon the, 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 the aliens to Earth. That's funny. So he's cracking. His human visage is cracking, and his alien language is coming out. Well, no, it's like, that's his, his mission. They're like, you have to say this code word. And then once all three code words are admitted, in, in this order, it, you're signaling the invasion. Oh, okay. He can't just do it all at once because it would be too weird. Yeah. If he said, Truna, not a shabbat of pressure, bad calf care, next and all rest, people would be like, whoa, what was that? Yeah, the aliens like, he's speaking tongues. different. But he does one mutterance and then another and here and there, and people are just like, ah, silly Joe gibbering again. They were like, first, plagiarize your official presidential campaign to acknowledge that you are on the mission. <laughs> so he did that in 1988. Curtilinga says, Tim, 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 you kind of dropped the ball by not calling your pumpkin spice brew Hocus Bocus with a ghost kitty on the label. But that's like a Halloween thing, right? So we're, we're doing an espresso, espresso roast called Focus with Mr. Bocus. And then Mr. Bocus's pumpkin spice experience was just because it's a funny name. But we're going to have year-round pumpkin spice. I don't know if that ruins it for no, people. I like it. Yeah. I, like, it does make me sad when pumpkin spice leaves the market. It's only here for like two months. Why? It, yeah. Just a, it's a supply and demand thing. They want to make it special, but I would have it would anymore. be special all, all day round. long. It would be special all year long to me, anyways. Bad guacamole says, in my opinion, here's a real life example of possible Nephilim DNA. Search Ursula and Sabina Erickson. Madness in the fast line. It's very hard to look at these ladies as human after watching. I don't know about all that. You know, I I I I, I think I was saying Porphyria or whatever. Yeah. It's just like this affliction, and that's where the vampire myth comes from. They saw a guy yes. who was like, you know, bony, and he had like sh- his his gums were receding, and they were like, "It's a vampire," and it's just like some poor dude who's got a genetic disorder. That's what I'm talking about. You know. Yep. Yep. Bing Bong Hell says disappointed by Tim's uh, lack knowledge of the history of the U.S. Gov- cover up of UFOs going back to the 70s. Watch the phenomenon if you want to know more. X Operation Blue Book. Balmstrom Air Force Base. I'm fighting a seize here. Do it. Will not be done. People will clip it. Uh, dude, I don't believe the alien stuff. It's just, you know what happened with Roswell? Something they were working on crashed, and they were like, we can't let them figure out what it is. Just say it's aliens. Mm. And then they were like, oh no, now they think there's aliens. Say it's not aliens. What are you doing? And something like that. That sounds reasonable to me. I, I think that we are... I do think that it is possible to have alien, there to be aliens, and I don't think that contradicts in any way being Catholic or being Christian. But demons. I yeah, well, even Angels if there demons. are actual, like, another life form, another creature that was created on another planet, and it does, it's not included in the Genesis story, I think that doesn't mean the Genesis story isn't true and that everything we believe <clears throat> to do isn't true. Yeah, God's so got you, side projects. What I'm saying is you can be a Christian and believe in aliens, is what I'm saying. I believe that it's possible yeah. that they exist. But I, I agree with you. I'm not, I don't really buy it. I think it's a... There's plenty of stuff to worry about already here. I like that in American Dad. They did an episode where, you know, people are being uh, raptured or whatever. And uh, the, the alien 
what Roger, he's like, he's like, I want to go. And then Jesus is like one of my dad's side projects. <laughs> but it's like the aliens aren't welcome in God's kingdom because they're just like not part of it. You know? Does no. it say God They'd created man in his image? That's in like our dogs. Yeah. Also like bipedal, um, symmetrical kind of thing. Like two of you ever. So maybe there are other creatures on Earth. But do, well, do, it's, do it's dogs talking about the, the it is the, the body matters a lot, but it's the soul, too. So our ability to love, our ability to reason, our mind, our soul is what is godlike about us. Do dogs go to heaven? They, I don't, they could. I have no problem with the dog going to heaven. Seamus, I'm not like Seamus a huge dog person, but, oh, Seamus says they don't. I mean, I think there could be dogs in heaven. No, Seamus said they all go to hell. And they talk, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm saying that. Make Seamus, sure. <laughs> how could you? <laughs> They'll burn. <laughs> Why? Is he? Is Seamus a cat person or something? No, I'm kidding. Okay. He's just <laughs> no, he says, he says Shame. that. Uh, Seamus is a spoon person. Yeah. yeah. But uh, he said, uh, Listen, I, I don't I want to speak on behalf of him, but I'm pretty sure he says animals don't go to heaven. You know, it's interesting. I, I think that heaven is, you know, you're the beatific vision. So you're in this perfect communion with God who loves you and you love God and you're just glorifying him in this perfection for eternity. I also think that we, God knows how to make good things for humans. We're still human in heaven, right? It's not like we change our nature. We're still human. And so I would argue that it is possible that everything we enjoy on earth, like food or our loving relationship with our cat or dog, we're going to have perfection in heaven. So will there be some experience of that in heaven? Maybe. I mean, we have the ultimate, which is God, and we're totally satisfied with God. But is an aspect of that what we enjoy in animals and in food and all these other things? I just, I'm just saying it's going to be perfect in heaven and amazing and blow your mind. So it kind of, in, some, what, in one sense, it doesn't matter, right? But if it makes you feel better, I would say, yeah, I think whatever that joy you're experiencing on earth, you're going to experience it like 10x, 1,000, beyond even what, if what you when, can uh, imagine X in heaven. What if when you die, you know, like all of a sudden, it's just like pitch black and then a, like a thing appears in front of you and it says like, congratulations on completing life. Would you like to end game or new game plus? And then when you select new game plus, you're like, you're born again, but you remember everything and you have all of your knowledge, but you're like a newborn baby. Dang, that'd be awesome. New game plus. I, I got a feeling that your electromagnetic field, your human dynamo is where your spirit is stored. And when you die, it goes out into the atmosphere. That's kind of like purgatory. And if you're just obsessed with earth and you can't let go, you stay and you become a demon and you're in hell. But if you let yourself go, <laughs> you go into the sun and become one with it. And that's where heaven exists, at least mm. locally. Then in maybe the, the galactic core. Yeah. You can at some point go. There was to like a, a book heaven. about that. Where it was like, uh, there are gods, and our god is within the sun, and heaven was in, within the sun, but that also means that every other star was a different kind of, like, oh, wow. deity or power. What's always comforted me about heaven is, you know, in, in my faith, is that everything, because there's sometimes, I think, in, there's a kind of a cultural imagination about heaven that is boring, you know, like the angel with the harp or something. I don't know if you guys have ever run into that, oh, but, yeah. or it's, like, weird or something. But, like, the god who created all the good things of earth created the perfection of heaven and himself who you know god and create himself he is you know forever always has been but god is perfect and communion with god will be just mind-blowingly amazingly amazing and so you kind of don't have to worry about it right because it's going to be amazing but i think sometimes we doubt that because we can't imagine how amazing it's going to be but we and, just have to trust and life can be so good sometimes i understand why people don't mm -hmm. want to let go let's read some more we got um Acadia says Louisiana made a new law called covenant marriage. It's only between a man and a woman. There are extra steps, but it's what marriage is supposed to be. Only dissolved under cer cer certain circumstances. Super marriage. I <laughs> called for super marriage. Yep. <laughs> On this show, I said, you guys can keep your no fault divorce, but we'll just create something called super marriage, which is effectively marriage without mm. no fault divorce. You I'll can get it. married in the Catholic Church. That's super marriage. You're always, you can always choose or not. No divorce or for that. Not to. So. No one forced to get married. 
if you get married in the Catholic Church, it is what they're describing as super marriage because no, you're not allowed to ever divorce. You can get a legal divorce for separation if there's like abuse or something. But if it was an actual marriage, not an, if there's no annulment, meaning annulment is when it wasn't a marriage and you thought it was, but the person was lying to you or there's some other extreme circumstance. But once married, always married. All right. Triton 54 says the Hunter court drama is much more nefarious. Hunter's attorney, Jessica Bengals, Hunter's attorney contacted the court pretending to represent the House Ways and Means Committee in order to get motions removed from the docket. I heard that. Isn't that crazy? Damn. Yeah, that's some dark stuff. How did... Jacob says, I don't know if Hunter is the diversion for the aliens or vice versa, but we are definitely part of a psyop one way or the other. <laughs> aliens are diversion for Hunter. It's all a diversion for the biggest issues of the day, which are not that. I would, I, yeah, I would like say. Regrowing the coral reefs. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, dude. Iron you hear that uh, the water in Florida was over 100 degrees? Yeah, one. It's, it's like a hot tub just on the beach. Dang. John Bartholomew says, Tim, my firstborn son is five days old and is enjoying his first mm -hmm. Timcast IRL tonight. <laughs> gotta get him young. You know, gotta hook him young. Thank you for all you do to shift the culture of our country in a direction that gives me hope for my son. Thank you very much. Aww. Good and job being born, man. Nice work, Good dude. Job, yeah. <laughs> That's a hard job. That's a, yeah, it's, it's tough. It Gravity's annoying at Small first. Oh, guys. <laughs> We're gonna learn to walk. It'll be awesome. Mm. Jenna Mindtrick says, Ian, I've heard you many times say, I'm not sure if it's a human in regard to abortion. My question would be, what other species than a human have women ever give birth to? Using deductive logic, what what the WTF else could it be? Well, that's the chimera we talked about. Maybe the chat came in early. A human Z. But no, no woman has ever given birth to a chimera. So that's that's arguably not true. The 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 potential. Well, what are you defining that to be actually? Because we so the 50, the legend 50%. goes that the Soviets. Oh, the legend. Okay. So, it, and there's there's reason to believe it may be true. The Soviets were conducting experiments where they were trying to create human chimp hybrids. The issue is that you can't take male sperm and put it into a female chimp because a female chimp is too small. It would have to be chimp sperm in a female human who's larger and can actually birth the baby. And many people call it a conspiracy theory, whatever you, whatever you want. I would lean towards these countries are running black operations, genetic experiments on humans. The Nazis were doing crazy stuff. The Japanese were doing crazy stuff. They would take a person, put their arm into freezing, into like a, a, a freezing sub-zero temperatures, and then once it froze, shatter it to see what would happen. So they're doing stuff like that we know about. Why wouldn't, would they not try and create? A, so the, the thing about a human-chimp hybrid is that humans and chimps share almost all of their DNA, like a ridiculous, like 99.4 or something. So when we hybridize, say, like a horse and a donkey, is that what it is? A horse and donkey makes a mule or whatever? Yes. They, we can make hybrids between like ligers and tions. So humans and chimps theoretically have enough DNA where it's not the most advanced genetic engineering to try and create this. It's just got to be a human woman carrying sure. it. So, so it, it, there's no evidence. There's no evidence that it's been successfully done. But if it were successfully done, to your point, Tim, it would be wrong and it should be illegal to kill or harm in any way that chimera. It's a hypothetical hybrid of chimps and humans. They say. Um, Serious attempts to create a hybrid were made by the Soviet biologist Ilya Ivanovich Ivanov in the 1920s and possibly by researchers in China in the 1960s, though neither succeeded. I kind of feel like there's no reason for them not to have continued. Oh, right? it says they share 95% of the DNA sequence and 99% of coding DNA sequences. There you go. There it is. <clears throat> Hybridization between chimps and bonobos has already been documented. But here's the thing. We should not be permitting experimentation on 
new human embryos or creating new human embryos in IVF petri but dishes those, and to then oh, you know, edit or do whatever to those things rabbits happen and in, chi- in China and in the Soviet Union. I, so again, yeah, rab- not, I know it happens in other countries. Make... I'm talking about our country because oh, for right. all the experimentation you're talking about, Tim, like we're doing experimentation here and it's funded by the NIH. What do you think about like CRISPR? I don't know how much time we don't have much time to get into it. Maybe we talk about it on the after Whoa. show, like the idea of genetic editing to give people better eyesight or something. Yeah, I we'll think talk that's, about it's, it's very we gotta, ethically we gotta, fraught. We got to go to the members only. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it there. We're going we're to go late. So sorry. But uh, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash? that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends go to timcast.com click join us become a member the members only show is coming up in a few minutes you can follow the show at timcast irl you can follow me personally at timcast lila do you want to shout anything out thanks check out liveaction.org and i've got a podcast lila rose podcast on youtube right on i am phil that remains official on twitter uh the band is all that remains uh spotify on YouTube, Pandora, on Pandora, <laughs> Apple Music, the whole, you know, all the places. So, I'm Ian Crossland. You guys, thank you for coming. Have a great night, Lila. Thanks for coming. Thanks Your for having tone me. helped a lot. I think what you were saying earlier, Phil. You can't tell someone don't have sex, but sometimes just hearing the tone of people can can change you when you're young. So, thank you. Roseanne changed thank me you. when I was young, for instance, <laughs> with her awesome show. So, thanks for coming on, and talking about it, man. We need more conversations like this. Thanks for having me. What's happening, Serge? Not much. What an interesting chat. Uh, I am Surge.com. I'm on Twitter. I'm all over the place. Uh, Follow me there. Let's fight and argue on the internet. It's great. We will see you all over at TimCast.com in a couple minutes. Thanks for hanging out.